Dude, I'm looking. I'm looking at twins right now. This is fucking insane. I'm sorry. We're not. Twins. I should have worn some glasses. I know. We're you not the same. Our backwards hat. We or are camera. not the same. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Dealing Seconds podcast with your cards and beards crew. I'm Chris, and I am Danny. <laughs> Sir drops a lot. I'm kidding. That's me. Danny, how you been, man? I've been doing okay. Sorry, the dog's a little little loud for some reason i've been doing pretty all right you know it's been a rough week but whatever i mean we all go through ups and downs with mm -hmm. weeks it's we just got to move forward that's all we can do right now and then exactly. your dog is just going around in circles i know how it feels well, i don't know what the hell she's doing uh, she wants attention probably but, yeah but i think this week we have actually a really cool interesting couple guests oh i, think we I post am so excited yeah we posted on we posted on instagram if you haven't seen us on instagram well first off why aren't you following us go right yeah, now bro. our link is in the description below follow all of us including cards and beards um we're gonna have two awesome guests today two great guys honestly i think i thought they were twins when i saw them next to each other <laughs> yeah they I, um it's, it's uh, scary they the carter shikan and whatnot yeah it's kind yeah. of creepy it was <laughs> it was very very creepy um we're not gonna say who they are yet you will see in a couple minutes um yes. but don't worry if you've seen our instagram you know who it is already but for those who have I'm very excited. Show. You know, one one is a, an awesome dude who knows how to film. Yes. You know, and he's been learning cardistry pretty hardcore lately and really dedicating himself to it and chronicalizing it, which is awesome. And then the other is half responsible for this obsession of mine. I'm blaming him for it. So And I hope you tell him when we when we start talking to him. Oh, I will. <laughs> I will. Because this is his fault. No, it shouldn't be his fault. <laughs> Honestly, I mean I blame I blame you for my obsession with these cards. So it's his fault for yeah. everybody. Yeah, basically, <laughs> basically. No, um, but don't worry, guys. We'll, we won't say who it is yet. Like I said, you just have to wait and see. You have yeah. to hear us for a little bit longer. Um, but I think it's going to be a really interesting podcast because we get to hear the backstories of everybody. Um, we get to know them, know why they got into cardistry or cards in general. Um, what got them into this? You know, into this yeah. crazy, crazy community. And we'll just have some fun with them. I mean, they're awesome guys. Can't wait to give them a talk. So you know what, Dan? Why not bring them in? All right, let's do it. So welcome to the podcast, guys. Hey, so guys, we... it's Cards and Beard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said you were ready for it. <laughs> I, I, I was ready for it. We had this whole thing like planned out, and then Nate had to just go and F everything up. God damn it. All right, so guys, right, we just have... restart it. Restart. No, so I'm keeping this all in. This is all. No, yeah. this yeah, is all we, staying don't, in. we don't cut. We don't, no, no, this is all staying in. This is Kevin's all staying in. in the budget. Oh, no. no, there's no. There, Tyler knows this. There's no budget. I do this all myself as well. So I am. Right, the... Then I'm going to apologize right now. No, it's Sorry, fine. Guys. No, that's actually funny. So thank you, Nate. So we have <laughs> Nate. We have Nate. And of course, we have the amazing Tyler on the podcast as well. Herget. Um, and I got your last name you right. Say it? Uh, right? I thought I was pressing sound effects on a button and it didn't work. Yeah. But you did. You did. Herget. <laughs> and wait, wait, wait. Why? So Tyler's amazing and Nate's just Nate? Well, Nate yeah. interrupted. Nate interrupted me. So I had to, you know, I, I, it's just Nate. You Lash know. out. Come on now. All right, so then, Dan, you introduce them then. Jesus. No, you already introduced them. I'm going to introduce it again. It's going to be like 15 minutes later. We're still working on this intro. Yeah, yeah seriously. Right? We'll come, All right, we'll, guys, let's workshop gonna... it again. Let's run it back. Let's do it again. Okay. Okay. Welcome, Nate and Tyler, to the podcast. Take hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Great You're welcome. Take. Thank you for coming on. Oh, my God. Could, could you get any more Boy Scout-ish? I've never in Boy Scouts, actually. I, me neither. I swear I on my honor. <laughs> I was. 
No. I'm from New York. We don't have Boy Scouts. My Boy Scouts was like, hey, don't die on the sidewalk. From New York? From New York. From the Bronx? Don't die from on Brooklyn. the sidewalk. I'm from Manhattan. Manhattan? Born mm. and raised. Born and raised. Have you ever seen the Newsies? I've seen... I've never oh, seen them on Broadway. I actually saw the video of the, the Broadway show. The, oh. Dis the Disney Plus Broadway <laughs> oh, gotcha. version. Have you yeah. seen the actual Disney movie with young, young Christian Bale? No, that one I've never seen. Worth a watch. I watched that like multiple, multiple times in middle school choir class and always wanted to be Jack Kelly. Interesting. That, that explains a hmm. lot. In Santa Fe. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I wasn't the first one to sing on the podcast. This I can't time. even Look, do it. This is the first yeah. time. The first time yeah. ever. Yeah. Nate, you right, I'll do it again. I'll do a song request really quick. I'll do an intro song, and you can put that underneath you talking and bringing us in. Just so that YouTube doesn't <laughs> doesn't doesn't uh, catch it. It will not. I already it. sung off pitch, so it's not gonna. It's definitely not gonna copyright strike us for sure. I put a. I edited a video today where I put. Uh, I there was like background radio music going on, and I've had that happen before where they like blank out all the audio. So mm -hmm. this time I found a way around it. Is you put your own music in over that and it sounds kind of crazy for a second but then it keeps it in there that's <laughs> that if you gotta, you gotta love youtube and their algorithms and actually their copyright striking i know it's stuff you gotta pay attention to anymore. yeah non-stop and i'm like be careful thing. out here in these streets these brooklyn streets my dude these Seriously, manhattan bro. streets dude you have no idea it's crazy out here you know, all we want is a cup of coffee, and we want to chill on the stoop, and we cup we're of good. coffee, cup of coffee. Oh my god! Oh, you can hit up the bodega. We'll get some stuff. We'll head back to you, the get, bar. You get a you get a bacon, egg, and cheese, salt, pe salt, pepper, ketchup, and a cup of coffee, and you're good. <laughs> Do you have to say it like that? Like <laughs> nothing better than hearing a <laughs> New York no, so for us, with a New York accent. Yeah, for us, right. it's no longer it's no longer a bacon, egg, and cheese. Bacon, egg, and cheese. It's bacon, <laughs> egg, and cheese. That's yeah. one. It's one word. It's like Straight one word. Across. That's what's on the menu. That's the number three. No, it's number one. Oh, you're right. yeah. It's the I one and only thing. You yeah. get this. You only get that. Yeah. They have no other choices. <laughs> well, right, guys. I'm going to stop derailing us. No, it's all yeah. good. No, this is what we do. But first off, guys, I want to say thank you guys for both coming on to the podcast. Yes. Um, if you guys are watching this on YouTube and you're not seeing Double, they are actually two separate people. Yes, they are. Um, but we like to joke and say they are twins because honestly, if you ever see them on their Instagram together or like when Nate did like his... <laughs> togetherness or when they were at the Akashi Khan is honestly they look like time. twins. Were we it both was... wearing black at some point Tyler? Yes. I'm sure we have. Yeah. No, we were I wearing mean, Tyler's, the, uh, Tyler's wardrobe is all black. Oh duh. Yeah, yeah you're wearing no, the we, we were in the X-Tex San Diego shirts and there's a picture of us at the con that I sent one of them. <laughs> it was like literally the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's insane cuz I was like wait, you guys are freaking twins. This is nuts. Yeah, we met at the uh, Art of Play, Art of Play store, right? Yeah. So we literally were at the Art of Play store. Um, I'm like walking around being my extroverted self, like asking everybody what their name is, where they're from. Tyler's like obviously being behind the scenes, is already getting a B-roll of everything. And I'm like, never seen this guy in the community before. Wonder what, who he is. And we were just like chatting. And uh, he was like, yeah, well, where are you from? And he was like, I'm from Whitestown. And I, I was like, Indiana? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, you're 45 minutes from me, and we met in San Diego. <laughs> that's so. That that is so random. No, but that's the same thing with you, Dan. That's happened to you. Like you met someone that lives not that far from you, but you went to Vegas to see them. Yeah, we went. We we all a couple of us flew to Vegas last year to to hang out and meet each other in real life. And yeah, he's like half hour away from me. So the first time I met him was at the airport in Vegas. Even though we you, left, but you knew him airport. online previously. Yes, I did. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know Tyler previously at all. 
We, it was very blind. That was, yeah, that that is, that is crazy. That that yeah, um, you know what you know what it's funny. I call that a meat cute. Meat cute. Yep, you heard of it. I yeah. think that's only for when people date though. And <laughs> I mean, I mean, well, exceptions can be made. So exceptions can be made here. You know, friendships <laughs> friendships are another type of relationship. They are. Yeah. You know, are. so especially ones. It, yeah. Yes. Yes. Especially with the best friendships. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seriously, I, the thumbnail of this thing is going to be you two spliced together with a little heart around you two. Like, twinsies. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Nyler. Yeah. <laughs> all the views on this one. Oh, man. Okay, oh so. <laughs> we got okay, so, a hashtag. You, gotta you, guys meet, you meet, guys meet at Art or Play, the capsule, the, right? The play capsule, is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You find out you live ne- near each other. Does, does your bond just start Romance right there? Romance ends. No, that's it? <laughs> Like, oh. I mean, it, it really did. So he showed me. So I re, I filmed, I, I filmed him playing with cards. Of course, I was I was like, so what can you do? And he's like, well, actually, <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah. So <laughs> and I was... so he uh, go. He was working on. Yeah, you were working on something at that point. I think it was Ollie or something, but I can't remember. Anyways, the uh, it was it wasn't probably a month or so, month or two. It's two did... almost three months ago. Two. It was in June. Months, it's yeah. August. Almost September. Yeah, so it was in yeah. August. No, it was in June. June, <laughs> dude. I, June 20... I have no it was concept like, of hold on. time anymore. One, yeah, it was, like... it was. It was over two months ago. It was a little over two months ago. Right? That seems yeah. like it happened last week. First off, first right. off, COVID makes us realize that time is. You know, we time we have no sense of time anymore. And time all doesn't of a sudden, exist anymore. It doesn't. But then, when all of a sudden we have to be our extroverted selves, and Nate's like, "Yes, finally, I could be myself again." Oh, you know, my wow. Like, that was an impersonation. That was. It was a little flamboyant for my yeah, taste. Little, I don't think too much. I definitely play that character sometimes, but am not that way in person. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but he, like, did like, John, he did play Johnny oh, Appleseed in a trailer for OBC once. I did do I that. Do recall? Oh, yep. I still have the. Uh, actually. <laughs> If you have the video, that's going to be hilarious. I have. Okay, so bec- we can dive into that at some point if you want to. Oh, we will. Controversy. Great. Oh, we will. Um, I know Dan does. I have, I have a. So I have. Hold on. I wish I could. I'll just. I'll. Mm, I'm looking at what I can unplug and what I can't unplug so the audio doesn't go out. <laughs> don't, don't even worry about it so, at this point. Okay, there's, a bit, there's uh, something over there that's full of a bookshelf of like all the cards that I have that's taller than me. But then I saved a special place over here on a different shelf which has uh, all of the uh, prototypes from when I was with OPC, the hat, the, s- the sweatshirt, the t-shirt, uh, the prototypes of the decks. I have a brick that I painted. So one dumb thing we did in college was the, the door stands didn't work. So part of like the floor, <laughs> like like tradition was you just like paint a brick, whatever color you wanted. And that was the brick that kept your door open. And so I paint, hold on, let me grab it. This is gonna make <laughs> Paint a brick. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's pretty cool. It, the dude has an impressive amount of OPC stuff, as you might imagine. Well, I oh. would I would hope so. I would hope so. <laughs> a cinder block brick. Nice. Nice. To look like squeezers. That is ridiculous. And this is a is real cool. brick. And I have it next to a brick of these. Oh, there you go. Oh, and if you're watching on YouTube right now, people are like, <gasps> yeah, I have a cinder block collectors. brick. Oh, wait, hold on. They're going to be flooded with messages. How much for that brick? <laughs> yeah. You know what kind of person Nate is, though, is uh, I was there when the first time I went to his house. Can you hear was, this uh, There you go. 
If you guys don't know, I'm tapping a brick lightly for your ASMR pleasure. <laughs> Doing some brick hey, I'm trying to compliment you, but Sorry. you're bricking. Right now. I'm bricking? You're playing with so your brick too I, I much. Was, so I was at his house and I was like, it, I've never seen so many cars in one spot before. And I thought, I was like, okay, that's cool. But then I saw that, what he just showed you with uh, all the squeezers in it. And by Solomon, like what was most fascinating to me, wasn't the cards, it was the brick box that it was in. It was like a standard USPCC one. Oh, and yeah. I've only seen those in like everybody's stories and stuff. I've like never seen a brick box before until I went there. And then I opened it and it was like, oh wow, there's a lot of squeezers in here. <laughs> And then the first thing, dude, is like, if you want one of those, you can have one. I was like, I mean, yoink. did you take it and just run before you change? I was, I was like, uh, I mean, uh, 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 I think both times I've been there, he's he's like, here, you want this deck? Uh, have and you gotten away with an uncut sheet yet? No, I haven't gotten away. We're gonna we're saving that for our jam studio. One day we have, we got it so that oh, we can. Tyler, you can't. Tyler, that's a leak. Yeah, spoiler, <laughs> spoiler. Okay. So, okay. We wanted, what I have is a whole bunch of all the uncuts that I got from OPC. I have two of each, so I can do one face forward mm, one, nice. one back one. And Cam and I were going to sign all of them, and but we never got one of the Peelers V1. That's a whole weird deal. And if we have this big jam studio where we have people over to host or jam or like a free functioning creative studio or people to like borrow out for space of like trading card tournaments or whatever, we want to put those on the wall. I was going to put them on the wall in this room here but i don't know if there's even enough space for them to be properly shown off okay. or if xdx ever gets a brick and mortar store which i want to happen at some point that'd be cool yeah that would be cool, cool. Actually, the, the world needs more of the more of those kind of places and it's actually funny because um talking about like uh, uncuts you guys know sean frisian from canada fix it frisian never heard of him yeah well i know tyler knows him um oh, i've a... heard of him yeah i know <laughs> i've live streamed with hold on i've live streamed with him before that was supposed to be yeah. funny Sean, if you're watching this, I know who you are. And that I went right over. No, no, I, no I, I know you did because I've seen you on his lives. It's actually okay. hilarious. Um, but he actually had a great idea of how to actually showcase uncuts. So, you know, like if you go to Walmart or like Target or something, they have the posters on like a rack, but they're, yeah, the you can actually, rack. the poster racks, oh. so put them on the, in a poster rack and hang that on your wall. And just almost like as if you were a tattoo parlor or Walmart, you can scroll through those. And that's your yeah, but then but then you can't have the fun of putting your uncut sheets on your living room wall, so your wife has to look at them every day. <laughs> that is a problem that but you have in, to deal with. But if they're in the brick and mortar shop, then she wouldn't have to regardless. This is true because it sounds like never a very niche problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, this is why I live alone, and I only have my uncuts hanging. And and, I, and whose uncuts do you have hanging on your wall, Chris? I have yours, Dan. Oh, thank you. Okay. What? Things were the first that I bought. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Oh, thank I, you, Tyler. Yeah. So, yeah, that's. I, I only have two uncut sheets, and they're both Dan's. They're both signed. They're both hanging. Oh, well, and, um, you, look so at you don't have any obscenely large <laughs> frames because I couldn't find the exact size frames for them, so I bought a little bit too large. But whatever, I don't care. I like it, so it's there. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. But yeah, that was I, when you were saying okay. side by side. That's what just made me think of Sean and his idea. That's that a is a neat idea. idea. I, yeah. I, I thought it was great. So, Nate, you just talked about OPC, and I know Dan oh. wants to talk about this. Well, all, all I wanted to say I'll, I'll was Dan lead. when I was starting getting, starting to get into cards, the first custom deck I saw was this banana deck on Facebook. And I'm like, huh, that's cool. I'll get one. 
Well, I've never, I've never had a deck, a deck non bicycle before, and then that just opened the floodgates to me buying the six hundred plus decks that I have now. OPC was the, the was my first drug, you know. <laughs> oh my god! But gosh. like, of Dead course, back then, back then, I didn't know that if you're gonna buy a deck, maybe you should buy three, maybe two or three if you can, not just one, and then beat that deck into the ground. Um, <laughs> like, that was yeah, I, supposed I, to know. That's the part of starting. That's exactly. The fun of learning. Exactly. So yeah. I mean, I you know, I eventually got a. a you a took the training one. wheels off. You had yes. training wheels, and then you took them off. Now you know. But I just I just remember um, just going, what is this? And then and then squeezers came, and then the OPC just started just gaining traction and just blew up, and I was just along for the ride, and and introduced me to all these people that I that I know now online, you know, beyond these two guys. Um, yeah, it's just it's your fault. <laughs> that, in all honesty, that is such a cool story, <laughs> of just hearing like, I love telling people the, I mean the basic OPC story is, Cam Toner had this idea for a banana deck of cards, and I kind of looked at him like he was stupid, and I'm like, what? <laughs> and then he showed me what he meant, and I was like, oh, that's actually that's actually kind of cool. Um, I don't know who would like essentially the goal was literally to make a custom deck of cards with our design on it it was not to be like for anyone else it wasn't to start a business it was just to make <laughs> the reason was to try to get a deck of cards that we made at the quality that we wanted and make playing cards at the time weren't even close to good yeah so actually one moment uh oh Ooh. here comes the proto here the comes proto the... is in the, is like paper <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. So you've got a Facebook Live or not Facebook Live? Just, you got just a, a Facebook, Facebook ad. ad, yeah. And it was just like you might like this, and you're because like, I wasn't I, really wasn't into the Instagram thing just yet. I I, I didn't. That's so you know, cool. I'm old. I didn't understand it. <laughs> so I have. So because we wanted to start it at the uh, the qual or like the, with the quality that we wanted, we were like, how do we print 2,500 of them and and as college students afford that. And so it was like, okay, Kickstarter is how people have done it before. We'll do that. Then Riffle Shuffle reached out to us, Kevin Yu, and was like, hey, we don't want to see you flop on Kickstarter. Can we just fund you? And we're like, yeah? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Essentially, like, if this is real, absolutely. We're not yeah. really taking a big loss. There, people might be stealing intellectual property. Um, but realistically, we had put like 40 to $60 in it with the four prototype, three or four prototypes that we made. And it was like, the potential gain is definitely worth the loss if it's real. And then it was, and then they came to like my dorm at college and we opened the box together in my room and we're like holding printed cards. We're holding this deck. I went and grabbed a couple things from my shelf real quick. We're print holding the peelers V one in our hands. And we're like, Oh, actually this is something you guys might not know. Do you still have yours on you, Dan? No, I sadly kind of sold them all. Sorry. That's okay. No, it's yeah. fine. I was just going to point out to you that on this box, my name is misspelled. Oh, I didn't know <laughs> that. I didn't on, know the, that. on the bottom, it says designed by Cam Toner and Nate Lax. <laughs> <laughs> like laxative. Yeah. Huh. So. That's hilarious. And then what's funny is after that, it was just by OPC and, uh, and Riffle Shuffle. So my name never got spelled correctly on the box ever. <laughs> nice. To this day. Wow. But so we were like, we we did it. We did the thing. Like we had a dream. It's been achieved. Done. Like what? Do, what do we even do now? And then yeah. Kevin, you reached out to us and was like, so what? What fruit do you guys want to do next? And we're like, huh? we get to do it again. 
That'd be so cool. <laughs> nah, nah. And then obviously we kept doing them. And I, the last one that I worked on with OPC was um, the carvers, watermelon carvers were the last yeah. one I had my hand in. And then the first one officially that I had nothing to do with was the Peelers V3, the gold one. Okay. That was the first uh, one where I had nothing to do with uh -huh. it. But I brought you so two other. Eight. I was a part. Yes. Maybe seven a and a half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, technically eight. I don't think I was there for the launch of watermelons, but I was there for the design process. Mm -hmm. My okay. contribution was I, I was like, without a doubt, one thing that looks cool on decks nowadays is that. And if we're going to do try to do something different, because he was all about doing something different. And that's where he was like. Actually, hold on. I don't I do not want to throw him under the bus with this because I know nope. that there was also some controversy with it. But his he was definitely behind shuckers in terms of wanting to be different. And, and I applaud him for first, it. Yeah, that was my I like that it. was my Peelers V1. Yeah. I, really? That was the first custom deck I ever bought. Shuckers. And you started with Shuckers. <laughs> yeah, I started with Shuckers, dude. I still it's, have, it's one of the few that I have displayed from the half bricks. That's that awesome. I have on my shelf. Dude, like, it is cool. It is their best half brick in my opinion. Love the it. silo. That silo yeah, was I awesome. I love that silo. It's just I think, different. I think my favorite was either Peelers V2 with the shipment crate that had all the yeah, the crate. crates. Yeah, that one's yeah. cool. Or oh, the juice box, the drink powder. Uh, yeah. no, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. When Snackers V1 came out, before it was V1, mm. people were like, you know what's funny, actually? People, people, Cam and I looked at each other and almost flipped our lid because after we came out with Snackers, uh, it was when Montane Futures came out with theirs in bags. Ah. And we were, and Cam was like, we did it first. <laughs> 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 Obviously, like nobody knows that Snackers came first. Everyone's like, right. oh yeah, yeah Montane no. Futures, the first bag yeah. cards, because that's what got all the publicity. But it was of just course. funny. Um, but I brought you two things, Dan, to show you. One is the prototype Peeler's deck that I use in all my pictures that I re-edited the pictures of. And these are how gross, these are how gross they look. Ooh. Oh, Actually, hold on. Let me hold them up to the. <laughs> let me hold them up to the regular ones. So this is uh, shout out if you ever hear this. Linus Schmidt from Como Rebbe is the goat. Uh, he helped us redesign and recolor all of our pips and our Ace of Spades and our Jokers so that you get this now. Right. Instead of, okay. Instead of oh wow. You also get instead of the make playing cards <laughs> faces, which yeah. we never showed pictures of when we did this stuff, you get the beautiful. And in my opinion, I like this color combination better uh, than Peelers V2. If you look at a deck of Peelers V2, you'll notice that the color combination is flipped and which I did not want to do, um, but it was a compromise we made as a team. And so I look back and I go, man, if I had to, if I had the choice, I would go back and I would do this color combination with the gold and the light blue, where mm. I think the light blue and the gold switched places on Peelers V2. Yeah. One of my favorite looking ones, I think, is the King of Hearts. Yeah. I just, I don't know why. This color combo, uh, this is Linus's choice, with like the navy blue and the teal and oh, the gold nice. and the salmon. It was yeah. just beautiful. And then Linus is behind why our jokers were good. Making them look a little more minimalistic, and I, you know, and I think that's kind of what what a lot of people and I know for me that liked OPC is the simplicity, yeah, and also the price. I mean, the the, the price you can never go wrong with the, no. with those pricing yes. ever. And then that was awesome. Yeah, that was I was glad that one to do that with the the spade. I love yeah. that. 
Um, and then the other thing I wanted to show you, because that's the Peelers V1 real, the Peelers V1 uh -huh. prototype. And then I found this the other day and I couldn't, kind of couldn't believe that I have it. Is it is a still wrapped, sealed Peelers V1 prototype. Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. That's so cool. So like, this is the thing that like goes up on the shelf and goes in the case. Yeah. yeah. That's... Yeah. That should go in the case. Yeah, that and should. And then I have a couple of pre like drafts of if you were at the jam you got to see a draft of the and i can grab it if you want me to in a folder the box before it was edited because it was literally cam in i think powerpoint placing wood texture over each other <laughs> you we didn't, we didn't know that, how to work Ryan. illustrator yeah. we didn't know how That's to work so photoshop cool. but, but you made it work <laughs> yeah hey we yeah, have you figured, awesome. you figured, when you want to do something you figure it out that's what yes. I was gonna say. Yeah. That's like proof of it right there. Yeah, it's like if it doesn't matter if you know it something or not, you figure something no. out. If you and... want it badly enough, you just will. Yeah. yeah. I don't and know like... how to use. I, you know, I I've done a couple decks and I still have no idea what I'm doing with Illustrator, but Hell. somehow it works. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing, but... I don't know how to edit videos, but I yeah. ask people like Tyler, "Hey, can you give me some pointers on like what to do or what video I, video editing software I can use?" And he's like, "Yeah, here, you try this, try this, try this." I'm like, "Oh, thank you." And I'm like. I'm figuring it out on my own because I'm not yeah. technology savvy. I'm almost yeah. 40. You know, I'm 37. So I'm a, you know, old fart. All I do is lift <laughs> weights and put them down. That's all I really do. All right. Let me speak to this a little bit because I think this is hilarious. Um, from my university, I will say that Ball State was an awesome school to go to. But I think their video program is outdated in terms of editing because I learned. And as I'm continuing to learn and even put a video together today, um, how they taught us good uh shot composition good uh scheduling like i, I essentially this most recent video that i'll be making is how to shoot your cardistry well mm -hmm. and it's a good like it's probably the most time and effort i've put into a video so far where i didn't just take uh because i know how to explain cardistry so normally most of my tutorials are one take of the actual tutorial because it's literally just me going what would i explain to my friend beside me so that's what i'm doing over the shoulder mm -hmm. But with this one, I went through five different tips of how to make your video better, took different edits, took different takes, I guess, uh, did a different thing with the video over. I'm going to put more B-roll over it than I ever would. And it's taken me more than a day to edit, which is usually what it takes. And now I'm looking at it and I'm going, I literally wanted to figure out how to make text pop up on the screen so that when I said bullet points, it would go lighting, camera position, camera angle, as I say them. And I was like, I didn't, I wasn't taught how to do this in school editing. I wasn't taught how to do any of this stuff in editing at my university. So I have to look up a YouTube video, which is what I did. <laughs> and then I figured it out in five minutes. And then and, I, and yeah, people like Tyler, there we go. who do what? Editing. That's how do I it, learned. Yeah. That's yeah, what I mean. A beautiful yeah. Thing. No, but then, then like you have between videos, then you have friends like Tyler that you can ask, like, "Hey, can you help me out?" And be like, "Oh hey. yeah." So it's like it's like great when you have people in the whether it's right. in this community or just friends in general, be like, "Hey, let me help you out," and you know they're willing to help you out. At the yeah, end of the and but I didn't have is, a ton yeah. when I started learning video. Yeah, same. Yeah. I'm well, I think your videos yeah. look look fantastic. So. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Look, the quality and, is. And I, I choose. Can't... I choose after five p.m. By the way, from your you, you're voting on the poll. I'm voting on the poll. 5 p.m. I think a lot of people voted before noon, Chris. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just say that because, you know, I get out I of work later. I got notifications on, well, baby. I'm ready whenever. Yeah, I don't care. You so. post it, I'm there. 
You just have that much free time. You just stop editing the wedding video you're working on, Tyler. I do anything to procrastinate it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but I'll, I'll say I'll say the, the the quality and the way you teach is great. I can't mm-hmm. do a yep. dang thing with cardistry when it comes to cards, and I've tried, and I just I don't have the patience apparently. But uh, you make me feel like I could do it if I tried. <laughs> well, I think you should watch. That. Have you what? Well. Thank you. First of all, I'll say that. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, I yeah. had like 14 thoughts at one time. Um, one thing that I love doing, I love being uh, an instigator. I love being contrary just because it's energizing to me for some reason. So when people are like, I can't learn that, I go, yes, you can. I bet you I could teach you something in 30 seconds. And I've taught, I don't know how many people how to do a swing cut and how to do a flicker shot in 30 seconds to two minutes just because they're like willing to learn so i bet you if i saw you in person dan i could teach you anything mild well it depends i couldn't teach you like the anaconda dribble in 30 seconds i can do a dribble come on now the anaconda i haven't done one in a while when i when i used to i could i could but i just don't practice that anymore so what do you like to do with cards? Is it just like little fidgets? Is it just yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'm that and now. slights. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Uh, that and I like to practice the slights and stuff like that. Ooh. You know, just kind of mess around that way. Uh, but you know, eh. it usually it's just sitting in traffic doing a Charlie A cut most of the time. You do that while you drive? Uh huh. I do. Oh, he's in California. So I'm in California. You don't go faster than five miles an hour yeah, on the freeway. Say, he's parked. <laughs> I was I was just kidding because I do it. Yeah, and <laughs> I got I got I trainers in the car just in case I'm going a little faster and, and I don't you know I don't have to worry if I drop the cards you know. But I got like do ten what? decks in my car, little trainers. So if I drop it, it's okay. Oh, like plastic trainers or like yeah. a deck specifically for fast no, drive? The plastic ones. Gotcha. See, yeah. I do the same. I do that on the subway here in New York, and then once I get the stairs, like huh. Huh? You know what? You know, okay. You know what happens when you do that? So this is something I've created as a resource for you now, Chris, uh, because I literally didn't know what to do. And now there's a little reel on, uh, on my Instagram and I love it. It actually did fairly well on YouTube, but it's just this video about what is cardistry. Yeah. And so you can literally pull this up when someone's like, what are you doing? What is that? You don't even have to explain <laughs> it to them. Be like, here's a video. Yeah, <laughs> or because I'm more extroverted, I'll be like, "Oh, it's called cardistry. Do you want to learn something?" And they'll be like, uh, "Sir." <laughs> yeah, here in New York, we don't do that. Here in New York, you don't you don't really look at people. You, you like, don't make you, eye contact. You don't make eye contact ever. Yeah. You so never this is exactly contact. what I'm talking about. You're giving me an imposed societal rule, and I'm going absolutely. I don't do that, and I'm going to break that rule. I'm going to yeah, say and hi to everyone. Gonna, I can. And then you're going to get stabbed. No, that's how I make I friends think, with. Let's have, we well, do that in New York. No, do that in New York. New York. Nate yeah. in New York. Nate in New York. Oh my God, that would be Nate hilarious. In New York. Be like a awesome Midwestern folk just enters the big city, yeah. just <laughs> walking through really busy oncoming traffic. Right no, it's the fu- crosswalk, and I'm like, oh, 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 oh. No, it's actually oh, it's actually oh. really hilarious. I've said this before. Like New Yorkers, we get a bad rap. People say that New Yorkers are extremely like rude and like they don't give no, a shit. Not. We're actually very nice people, but if you stop us, if we're going from point A to point B. Do not stop. I don't us. have time to talk. I'm sorry. Yeah, we That's don't. Of, yeah. But if I'm at a crosswalk and I'm waiting to cross Bacon, the street and, cheese. and you ask me a question, I'll answer you gladly. And also the biggest thing, I hate when I have tourists stop in the middle of a sidewalk to be like, oh my God, let me check my phone or something. I'm like, I just plow through people. I'm like, nobody's going to stop and talk to a six foot three, 320 pound guy like myself. Be like, okay, I'm barrel rolling You're right six through you. three? Yep. 6'3". Three. Oh my gosh. And then when you have, when you have a taller than me. That's um, I'm five. That's a seven. deck of cards in my hands. Nuh-uh. Yeah, dude. Uh, 
That's a, this is a regular this is a regular deck of cards. <laughs> Shut up, Dan. <laughs> Shut up. No, hold on. Then you want to do then you want to do a mini. Hold on, I gotta pull this up for a minute. Of course, yeah, I Chris. Had to Chris yeah, his, I, his I have, hands are ridiculous. I have ridiculously huge hands. Chris, so, that means you should be really good at this. I'm not. He should. You need to, or no? I guess it's different between being dexterous and just big. Like that's Oliver a mini. Sogar. My God, look at that thing. There's How, wait, can you put it? Uh, can you put it sideways up against your thumb? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like lay it sideways and then hold your thumb upright. See if there, it's as tall as your thumb. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's a mini. Yeah. That's right, basically... everyone. Everyone put their hands with the decks up to the camera. Okay. So we there, go. there we go. Chris's is enormous. Yeah, I mean, Dang, come on, Chris. That's just Dang, boy. When they say when they say palm a deck, you can. You can literally you, can. Can you uh, can you spring like this, Chris? That's dribble, dribble, and then spring. I have to spring. I have to go more. See, see, you because you have a big enough hand, you can do this with greater control. What I want you to do is take. I'm, no, I'm can. teaching that. No, I can. Doing a tutorial. No, 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 no. You need to put it back further. So this, he's, this he's top do line. The deep one, right? Yeah. yeah, the deep. Do the deep. Oh, the deep. deep. It is. Oh, the deep. The deep. You get a lot of control. Yeah. Yeah, that I could do. I've done that before. I believe he did a tutorial on that once when he was trying to show you how to do the big one, right? Me? That's what she, that's right? what she Didn't said. Did you do one back in the day? I, well, I remember. I, did you, one on... I, rem I remember you teaching the deep one. I did one on a. What is his name? I don't even know his name. Uh, it was some magician that blew up for like a. Here, okay, can I? We could talk about this later, but I really don't like the whole culture we have of like blowing up for a quick second because then you just fizzle and disintegrate. And so I literally don't even remember the name of this magician. It's no sustainability. Yes. Wh whether whether it's in this community or in general, like there is no sustainability anymore. Like you're, it's a TikTok like, generation. It's a TikTok generation where like you're big for like 15 seconds and then you're gone and nobody knows who you are. But that doesn't have to be true. It doesn't. No, no. no, no. It it do, it's just yeah. what's popular. And for me, it's annoying, yeah. especially like with these inf uh, going off topic with like TikTok influencers. Like you're an influencer, but for what reason? What made you that way? <laughs> especially on TikTok. What is your like, purpose? Yeah. yeah. Who, what is your purpose in life? What are you? Oh, and my thing is like, Jason what are Parker. you giving me? Entertainment for a female. brief second. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's like, are you giving me any construct constructive advice in any way, shape, or form besides you dancing or singing on TikTok? Like, so is is Jason Parker how to spring cards really long? That's it. <laughs> ultimate card spring tutorial. It was two years ago. He, I don't even know how we got in contact, but I remember that he was like, "Do you want to teach on my channel?" I was like, "That'd be dope." So I made a tutorial for him. And like, I don't, I wonder what he's doing now. Hold on. Let me check his. <laughs> he has a hundred and so to so recognize this, he has 147 K on YouTube. His last That's... video was two months ago about how he was uprooted from Ukraine. Uh, it's five K. He has my Ukrainian friends speaking about, okay. So apparently he's Ukrainian. He's from, maybe that's why he hasn't been doing stuff. Mm. Oh, maybe this is more serious than I thought. Now Nate's like, oh shit. I just, but no, but no, he is right. No, there are people no. that are <laughs> no. Well, general, just parents, right? Okay, general, so then yeah. okay, okay, okay. So eleven months ago, okay, okay. So the seven months ago was his last Ukrainian video, and then he did. He has a whole bunch of AGT reacting videos, 
uh, starting 11 months ago, which I got 26K, 14K, 12K, 26K. Uh, it's just a whole bunch of reacting videos. And he blew up for a little while. And he's got some big, I guess, continue to make videos. And he, the last video he put out was two months ago. Okay. But I definitely don't remember seeing him. I guess even so to say that, like, within the card community, I saw him for a little while, even in our space, and then didn't. And there are mm -hmm. new things that have popped up. But what yeah. I like, and actually what really started, this is kind of interesting loop back to what I said when we first did OPC, was I said, one thing that I think made the, the first Peeler's deck successful and what will continue to make it successful is because you went back to something that you knew already was would last. So one thing I said, and I don't know, I don't want to give myself too much credit because I don't want to say like, oh, I had this genius idea when we made the first deck because that wasn't necessarily true. But something that, that makes OPC or makes the Peelers V1, even just the Peelers series, like popular is if you look back at the community um, before a whole bunch of custom cards were popular, when people were just using Tally Hoes, Wins, Jerry's, people, you'd go, what is consistent and what what do people keep going back to? Mm -hmm. That was the question that I kept asking, where it was like, what deck, essentially what I, what I started to ask myself as we continued to make decks was what deck do I pick back up and why? Not what deck is like really popular right now and then I forget about it. So like yeah. uh, Gemini Cheetah, for example. Some of you don't even know what that is. But like that was a really cool deck I thought of at the time and then no one used it in their videos later. Um, but it's still one of my, I think, favorite looking decks for cardistry. Um, if you then took like, I, I think honestly the worst looking one, if I were to go back, I'd probably redo the colors and saturation. But like Squeezers V2 had the best cause and the best box colors, but I think we're a bit too washed and pastel for my liking to mm -hmm. where it didn't really pop enough and it just kind of looked like a yellow blob on top of a light blue blob. You couldn't really tell that it was lemonade. Whereas right. on Squeezers V1, you could. And, and Squeezers so on. It's grapefruit, I think, has the best contrast of being able to tell what's on mm -hmm. it. Um, but stuff like that, I was like, what do people go back to? People go back to the wind designs, people go back to the circles on it, people go back to the straight lines. And so that's why Fontaines will do well, because there's something that I noticed even as observing just, I don't even, oh, I do have Fontaines here. Uh, observing cards just in general is, uh, yeah, and font, so the, the long, thin line on all your decks are going to make the cards look seem longer, just why vertical lines are slimming. And it makes the cardistry look better, just like circles on tally hose. I have I found my old blue seal. This is the thing I was looking for Ooh. for a while, and I was like, "Did I lose this?" I love these. So even doing something like this, yeah, yeah, that mm -hmm. stays. Like that's why people will go back to that, and that's why doing something like this looks so cool because it looks like part of the card is being isolated. Yeah, and that's why orbit, orbit. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why don't more people don't use verts in videos. That doesn't make sense to me why people don't. Also, Tyler, one of the decks that I found in this collection was the old Spring Summer 14, the blue and orange verts that I thought nice. I lost. Those were one of the decks Ooh. I found again. So I have those nice. still. So like actually, this is actually a good segue. I actually had a question coming because we posted it on, on Instagram a question, and it's a good segue for this one. How do you explain cardistry? Like, I if, made a video about it. Well, just <laughs> showed up. Just, <laughs> I, if I had the if I had the editing skills to be like, hey, here's the video, I would put it right here. Um, no, but if you had to sum it up in let's say twenty seconds, 
can do say, it in less or tendon however because yeah, i've had to i've had to a whole bunch of no, times of course, and literally I, because it's my job now yeah exactly people are like what, what do you do <laughs> and, that's go, what, and the pers best person to ask that's why I, I go, I juggle with playing cards. I, this is this is the phrase that I think I coined. If you guys have been around for a long time, if you guys remember my indie cardist days, you can still find that YouTube channel. It's got less than 400 subscribers. It's where <laughs> I first taught some stuff uh, with my mom's Nikon Jeez. or Sony. <laughs> it was not a video camera. You can find my Illuminati tutorial. Go leave me a comment on that if you guys ever see that. Um, but this is what I coined a long time ago, which was it's like juggling yo-yo tricks and skateboarding, but with cards. That's it. Okay. okay. And, then, and, then, and then what I usually say is, words aren't going to do it justice. Let me show you a video of what it kind of looks like. And that makes sense. Go, oh. Okay. And that's where, that's where your explanation actually makes more sense when they see, because a lot of people, when they think juggling, they're thinking, of course, people who juggle, but then when you yeah. show them, yeah, but then when you start showing them <laughs> yeah. what you're doing, then they're like, perfect. Yep. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, but Nate will do it nicer. He'll do a flick and it'll just go around his back and he'll catch it, you know? So. Yeah, the, the, of course he's gonna just. Oh, now if I drop it, Let's see if I can do it around the back. Nope. I'm in a horrible, horrible, horrible setup. My go-to while we watch Nate try to land one of those, my go-to <laughs> okay, is I say I uh, oh. I shuffle fancy paper around. Like I just shuffle it. And then fancy I, expensive paper. And then, paper. And fancy then expensive I just do paper. A, and then I just do a Russian shuffle or whatever. Like Got I just it. do a like a big a Russian shuffle. Never heard of this. It, that's what I learned. It was called like when I first started. They call it a Russian it? shuffle. Uh, spring. Spring is a Russian <laughs> shuffle. What doesn't even shuffle the cards? Dude, I remember. I feel like I heard that back on like Crash Course from like Illusionist, like two thousand. Oh, well, that's, 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 that's why. That's why. That's why. That's why. And so I'll do one of those. And, and that's just all people want to see anymore. They just like it's just a cool spring of the cards, right? A spring or a for some reason, some for some Did reason a spring just oh, frick. yeah just blows people away. Yeah, dude, it is. You there can you do go. the coolest yeah. other most technical oh. thing, <laughs> catch cards with your mouth, and they're still going to be like. Hey, can you just do that one thing? Can you again? do that thing? You just did. Yeah. Just could do. Yeah. Just you could do them. Oliver Sogard's like six packet trigger where they all yeah. like just come out of your hand, and then people you'll be like, yep. Yep, uh, do that again. Yep. <laughs> See, I've tried. I've tried cardistry. So, like Dan had with his experience with OPC. Funny enough, it was like my first experience with OPC was actually when I first got into this community. I, like almost a lot of people, they were watching Chris Ramsey, and I remember watching Chris Ramsey. Yes. And I remember him getting some OPC decks, and it was the squeezers in the Me box, too. in the box with the orange box, and I was like, "What are those?" Let me see if I can get those. Of course, sold out. I did not know anything about this community. I, had, I remember when we I had first got featured on there, we were like, Chris yeah. Ramsey's messing with our cards on this yeah. channel. I was like, I remember having bikes. I remember having... Um, studs? No, never had studs. Not even studs? No. Yeah, I had I got, those. Yeah, mine are over there somewhere. See, these are... they. The guys know. These are actually my grandfather's cards for when yeah. he was still alive that I played with him when I was like seven and eight. That's we cool. played spades with those. So those are his, um, but I remember seeing those and I was like, "Wait, what? What company is this?" And I ended up getting into OPC as well. And then I was like, "Eh, don't want to spend too much money on this." But then I bought a couple half bricks, like almost everybody does. <laughs> and you're like, "Shit, riffle shuffle." I'm hooked. Money. Yes. Yeah. yeah and now, and now, like 400 decks deep, I'm like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, exactly." That's how. What, that's how what it kickstarters is. am I backing this month? <laughs> Yeah, seriously, God. I have. Yeah, what Kickstarter did you back? <laughs> um, I think I think it's junior year. Oh yeah, yeah there you go. 
Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, Fast. wait. Shameless plug? Oh, never shameless around here. <laughs> <laughs> never shameless? It's a shameful always? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's always, it's, it's always, yeah, it's always go, full, go full, full send on the plugs. Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. Always shameless is what you meant to say, I think. Yes. Yes. Yeah, gotcha. That's what I meant to say. Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm hmm. We'll go with that. <laughs> we're, we're, we're anyway, sneaking so back hey, towards anyway, the let's intervention. Do, let's we're do this. Sneaking <laughs> back towards the intervention. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. No, we're gonna back away from that. Okay. Um. So we'll skip over it. Problem, Dan. You you leave OPC, and now you are part of Xdex. You don't want to. You don't want to go through the leaving. I, only if you want to. Absolutely. So I'll share <laughs> my piece of what I can and what would honor my friend Cam. Um. The original reason to leave OPC was school, was I was uh, in a panicked state. I was like, am I really going to finish with video? I kind of wanted to do music. I've had a musical background pretty much my whole life. So I did choir for like eight years and I've loved playing music as well as like editing it on like musical software. I used to have this like DJ app where I would like put different songs together and it one of the coolest things I'll have to I'll send you guys the link later was I put the song Viva La Vida by Coldplay to and it's it's just because my brain like hears these things to make me proud by Drake okay and if you <laughs> listen hear me out hear me out hear me out I'll I can send you the link later it's if you look up the song I put, I named it Make My Life because it was like Long Live Life I think is Viva La Vida and if you I think you literally don't even have to change I think you bring one of the songs down a half step and then maybe change the the pace or the tempo on one of them slightly and then hit play at the same time and what happens <laughs> is ridiculous. Interesting. It like it like goes to the same functions each time with the choruses and then like has the horns and violins in the background while Drake is doing his last bridge and then like the beat drops as it goes into the oh, oh and we like, get copy stricken right here. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Coldplay. That, that's interesting. So I was freaking out about that. Hey, Dad. I'm on the podcast. We are. You guys want to guess? This is how. This is how we are. Oh, you want another <laughs> twin of me and Tyler? Come here, Dad. <laughs> so this is your dad. Tyler. This is my father, Greg Lex. Uh. What's so up, guys? lean down. So you can the camera. <laughs> this is, is this is my dad. dad wow. How you doing? Guest appearance. Wow. Tyler, this is your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Where this one? Can you hear this? Tyler. Yeah. Oh, this is Tyler. Yeah. That's what I said. Yes, that's Tyler. Yeah. Cool. This is the only Chris. one without a beard. <laughs> yeah. And me. Yeah. Yeah. And Dan. Hey Dan. We're on the Cards and Beards podcast, Dad. You have anything you'd like to say? Anything you want to plug? I'd say you and I are missing something significant as well as Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> we are. That's what I think we're the cards. They're the beards. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Oh, this yeah. is cool. It Good is. Plug. Yeah, I only grow a beard in November, if that. It's too itchy. I can't handle the itchiness of it. Yeah, yeah it does get it's, annoying. And then does. my mom calls it no kiss November. No kiss November. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. beards really resonated with that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
See, my, so my girlfriend actually loves problems. the beard, so I'm like, right, I'll take it. Problem, but we are in the middle of an episode. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Just to be clear, I am in their basement, not paying rent, so. Yeah, hey. Hey, it's all good. Interrupt uh, away. My dad wants to know if you guys have ever seen Patch Adams. I know the name. Patch Adams name, is no. a movie uh, of Robin Williams going to become a doctor at yes, doctor school. Yes. Yes. And my dad had me watch that medical school. Excuse me, doctor school. <laughs> Do you just want to over the shoulder edit this the whole time? Make sure I'm on track. <laughs> it's 1998. Christmas. It came out of 1998. The year after I was born. Hope that makes you guys all feel old. Oh my God! I graduated oh. high school in '98. <laughs> Oh boy! I was I was going I was starting high school in '99. I, I mean I no I peaked in '98. Yeah. So I mean, how old are you in '98, Tyler? Eight. Four? Oh, eight. Wait. Wow. Oh wait wait wait. Are you seven years older than me? Uh, I don't know. You thirty. We don't 90. do math around here. No. You should. Yeah. Anyway, Patch Adams, because my dad won't leave the room until we go over it. Is. <laughs> He just he he's been really sweet. He thinks that if you guys watch that movie, he thinks of me every time there's Patch Adams because his whole gimmick is like, why do we have to do things? Literally what I was talking about by being the instigator earlier. Why do we have to do things the conventional way? Why can't we add humor and life to things and like take ourselves a yeah. little less seriously? And it will actually add to our quality of life. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent agree with that. So, so if you ever watch that movie, came downstairs to be like, hey, you guys see Patch Adams by chance? Or <laughs> no, <laughs> came downstairs because so disclaimer about my dad he's like the lightest sleeper on the face of planet earth and so like i could open the door no okay maybe not that drastic but like this is hyperbolic a little bit but i could like open a door in the basement and he would be like someone's in the house and <laughs> and, I'd be, and like i've come home before late or something and he'll literally just be like, either sitting up in bed or like on the couch or just texting me being like hey when are you gonna be home not because he's like needs me to be home but just he can't, won't be able to sleep until i come in the house and i'm not making noise yeah and i'm the complete opposite when i'm dead i'm when i'm asleep i'm dead to the world You're out i don't see and the funny thing is people, i tell people this all the time they don't believe me i do not have dreams no if you like, sleep if you sleep well enough you shouldn't have dreams yeah i oh, crap i dream I, every night yeah all i know is i go to sleep <laughs> i wake up that's it that's, that's great my whole I mean, life has been like that how many it's hours at a time six to eight that sounds like really healthy sleep then that sounds great yeah but i also have sleep apnea so if i sleep on my back i end up with migraines team sleep ap apnea where are you team sleep nope. apnea. Eh. Okay. yeah <laughs> um yeah it's it's not that fun no, but yeah. All right, you want to go back? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, so, let's rewind. So, so you're leaving. You're leaving. School. You're going okay. school. So I'm, school. I'm going Music. to school. I wanted to change my uh, major. And then I changed my major for a semester. And my grades were starting to slip. I was probably at about a C in most of my classes. And that's when I was like, I don't know if I like OPC anymore. If To be really true to like what I had conversations with about Cam is, I don't want this to be about the money anymore. Or I don't, not sorry, not anymore. That makes it sound like it was always about that. But I was having a hard time focusing on making it an actual career and prioritizing it as one because it wasn't making a, like a living wage. And I had school, I had a higher priority. So I was like, and, and to him, this is one thing that I hope he hears eventually is like, I think that looking back, I was 
not good at maybe some community, not some, but I was not good at communication, doing things. I started to like, I think put, I started to unload things on him where I thought he was maybe picking up some of the slack and then later found out how much slack he was picking up. And I was like, dude, this is like the burden that I was having you bear. Like, why didn't you tell me? Like, please forgive me. Like, this was not good of me to do. Um, But at that time I needed to leave mainly because I was like, okay, I'm not having as much fun doing this as I used to. So it's not worth the time that I am having to invest in it. And my grades are slipping. So I prayed about it. I felt like, the Lord prompted me to say, um, I actually remember sitting in the library crying on a phone call with my parents um, because I was like, oh, no, 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 sorry, this is later. We'll get to that. Um, I picked to, I had a hard conversation with Cam Toner at my kitchen table, and I was like, hey, I don't think I can be with OPC anymore. I need to take this like school thing seriously. End of that portion of the story, I ended up getting the highest GPA I'd had in college and had a 3.9 that semester because all my grades shot back up because I started actually prioritizing the right thing and nice. trying to juggle so many things yeah but then remember the end of that semester even though i had a good grade i was just kind of like oh no 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 this was in the middle of the semester around the same time because i was like because then covid hit around this time where i remember praying i was in the library and i was like in the middle of reading some scripture and having conversations with my parents and praying and being like god i am just so confused about what you want me to do because I really still like cards somewhat, but I don't want it to be this thing that I am doing to chase money because now it's not fun anymore, but I am needing to leave OPC. So will I still be able to do cards in the future? And just all these questions are going through my mind. And I remember it was, it was God. I feel like through the words of my dad, where I remember my dad had uh, told me this a lot of times when I was younger, but just to like finish what you start. And like, if you've committed to something, then you have to finish it. He taught me that when I did football, he taught me that when I committed to a sport where I was like, all right, I have started this thing and I have to finish it. So I literally just remember being in the library, almost like crying, no crying on a phone call with my parents being like really scared of what the future held. And I felt like God literally just said to me, finish what you started, finish what you started, finish what you started. And that's all I heard. And I was like, okay, I got to go back to TCOM. So I switched back into telecommunications after that semester of being in music media production and then finished my degree because I, I was also super trying to avoid avoid, avoid Spanish because I was doing terrible at the classes and I wasn't allowed to take the upper two levels of Spanish online. But then all these circumstances happened where COVID hit and I was like, well, the exact thing that I left OPC for because of lack of time, I could technically join back now, but I still felt convicted that I shouldn't. So that was weird. Finished out the semester. That was the summer that I talked with Max Young about the the Sukuyomi deck. Yeah. Mm. And this is the prototype of it that we got printed um, where it was still between more than paper and card Cosmos before it was X decks. Oh, more than paper. Wow. Yeah, more than, more than paper is a huge throwback. I have the merch. Yeah. I actually have the hat over here still on the wall and the t-shirt I wear pretty often in videos actually. Um, but this, yeah, this is, a, if you want me to tell the whole story, I can, I feel like Tyler hasn't gotten to say anything. So I feel like we might need to interject him at some point. Bro, I love listening to the story. Keep going. Okay. Yeah, this is, I want to make sure that I'm full force. Cause I'll tell the whole thing. And it's a really cool story. I'm just low key doing mantra over here. Don't All right. Me. We'll do low key. For those of you who are listening to the podcast, Tyler is doing <laughs> a beautiful mantra. He's actually doing the double mantra with one hand right now. I don't know if you guys can see this with the on the YouTube. Hollow- Fontaines, I believe. Yep. Yeah. So, so I I remember 
praying about this and then God being like, finish what you started. I go back into telecommunications. And what's interesting is I started developing the deck with Max. We were like, I don't even know who's going to print it, but it was another one of those times where my, my idea for cards was reinvigorated because it wasn't for money. It was just for fun. Max and I connected, even though he lives in Germany, I literally put out a story on my more than paper page. And I was like, Hey, if anybody knows how to design cards, like I want to get back into the space again of creating, but I cannot do illustrator. Can someone help me? And Max was like, yeah, I potentially could. And I was like, cool. Not knowing until later the extent and degree at which he was awesome at what he did. Like, especially getting into like having designed the lo-fi deck and the Sukuyomi deck with him. I'm like, dude, why haven't you been a part of the space more often? Like what, what has prevented you from doing so? Um, and maybe it was someone speaking encouragement into his gifts of being like, dude, you totally can do this. I don't know. I, but I know that like now he's one of, if not my favorite designer, even if I do have a bias just because of, or maybe just even the most fun because to work with him is like, here's an idea I have in my head. I pitch it to him and then he presents a draft like a week later. And I'm like, you added all the things I wanted and you made it cool. <laughs> and I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> so we did the Sukuyomi deck. We were talking about things that we liked. We were talking about how we both were into anime. And so we designed the deck around the theme of Japanese art style and culture and have different anime references throughout the court cards of the deck. Then I think around that time we were still like, didn't know if we were going to do Kickstarter or not. Um, and this is when I started my last my last year of college. I took a fifth year. Um, no. No. Frick. Yes, this was my fifth year. So <laughs> so it was a COVID year. I remember going through the COVID summer, hating it because I'm the most extroverted person ever. So to Chris's point earlier, I literally did send in a group. <laughs> I did send in a group text to some of my friends from the guys apartment and girls apartment that were right beside each other. Uh, I was like, man, when I, when I, <laughs> I said the first stranger that I see outside after this COVID thing's done, I'm just going to kiss straight on the mouth. I'm going to be like, <laughs> I've missed you. I don't know you, but I've missed you. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and that's why he just got out of jail. <laughs> what? Wow. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Huh. I mean, if we could just run up and kiss I was people, detained, I mean... but I wasn't in, <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't in prison. I had a stern talking to and got a fine, pay the fine, got out of there. No, I do not condone physical random people. Yes. It was meant to be hyperbolic (laughs) about how much I missed people anyway. Um, so I get through the summer, start my classes. Oh wait, but during the summer, this is just, this is kind of like a tangent. I hated Spanish. I had to take Spanish, but because of the way it worked out, I could finally take the upper two levels of Spanish online. Mm-hmm. instead of not online mm-hmm. and at the same time i worked a summer job where all of the guys in the kitchen uh were from mexico except for like a, a handful of them so you and learn they faster. all spoke spanish so i could practice it verbally at work while learning it online at home and like uh this is this will be your spanish speaking portion of the podcast so this i'll tell the a little bit of the story in spanish uh, el verano pasado yo trabajo a un restaurante del mariscos which is seafood in spanish y uh yo uh, todos los personas en la cocina hablan en español y todos son uh, México y es muy divertido para mí hablar en español uh, con mis amigos pero es no divertido tu to... I estudié en la clase porque es muy aburrido para mí um, so I got to like practice my speaking what I said was it was really fun for me to talk with my friends in person 
everyone in the kitchen was from Mexico and spoke Spanish, but it's really boring for me in classes because I just have to study it and it's for a grade. Mm -hmm. I would rather learn a skill like that to make connections with people instead of someone rate me at how good I am at it. And like right. spelling which, which everything is, right and right, yeah. which is yeah. what. I mean, we could dive into a whole thing on like the American education system and how I don't think that the grading is what it should be that like people i don't know anyway that's a whole other thing so yeah. i went through i learned spanish blah 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 made the cards with max we didn't get it funded yet we did, we're still trying to figure out if we were doing a kickstarter if we were going to get them printed are they done what are we gonna do with the box figuring out all these questions and then december i can't remember if it was november or december i'll have to go back and look at the text if people want an actual date but it was around winter break of 2020 of 2020 going into 2021 and this guy named Jay messages me on my more than paper account and says, Hey, I love what you're doing with your page. And I love your presence online. We're starting up this thing called XDEX. And I was wondering if you could be like, help us run the social media for it and we'll pay you. And again, like the riffle shuffle offer with peelers V1, I was like, yes, <laughs> if you're not kidding. Right. If you're not pulling my leg here. Absolutely. Turns out Jay's a great guy. Um, and I now work for him and I love working for him. Um, and the, the evolution of X decks came from, if you guys didn't know, CJ Stingray or CJ playing cards on Instagram yeah. was a guy that was around the space for a little while. And people had very polarizing opinions of him. They either really didn't like him or they were great friends with him. And I didn't know him that well. I hadn't heard of him because this is when I had like kind of withdrawn from the card space, except for the things I was doing with Max or at least in the presence in my in the community. Mm -hmm. And they essentially were like, hey, uh, can you come? You've done this for OPC before. Can you come and like essentially redesign our Instagram or like give us like a remodel, give us a rebranding? Uh, and I was like, yeah, I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to like help you guys make tutorials and make pictures like this. Literally what I have done for fun the whole time. And now I just get to do it for a job. It's wild. Um, so. <laughs> So essentially there were some things and I don't want to cover it because I don't want to give it too much attention, but CJ had to be, uh, we're no longer working with CJ and, um, but there's no like malice or anything. It's just, he wasn't fitting some of the requirements. And so we had to let him go. <clears throat> um, and so it, it fully took swing. I think we were at 730 ish something followers on Instagram when I started. And after a year, we were at close to like 200 or I'm sorry, not 200, 2,800. I'm not sure. And now we, I think today we hit 3,700 and awesome. I got a ton Congrats. after. Well, thank you. It, and, but what I wanted, I guess what I want to value more is not the necessarily the number, but like really after cardistry con, just the amount of people I've been able to interact with literally day to day in the DMS and the comments getting you know on what? podcasts like this. Well, you know what? I think that also is a testament to what you've done as well, being very active with the XX yes. Instagram. Because we, Dan and I have spoken about this at length at many times, where there are creators, there are you know custom designers that will put out a deck, show it, be like, hey, I'm doing this, get all the accolades, and then they stay radio silent for six months. And you don't see yeah. anything from them. But then when they come out with a new deck, all of a sudden people are rushing to get their stuff, but they are silent as hell. Whereas people like yourself or what we're trying to do, or even Tyler, like we're always on social media. We're a part of the community. We try to show like, yeah, yes, we create decks, but we are more about the community and the people rather than let me put out a deck like five times yeah. a year or let me put out a deck every two, three months 
and shove it down your throat. Like, it's not and, worth and it. And depending, like, I don't, there are some people that, like, <clears throat> I mean, there's probably think, people that we're not going to name that we could probably think of that are those people. But then there's also people who, like, imagine someone who just one day was like, I want to design a deck of cards. And then it got really popular in the community. And they didn't even know that a community existed around Yeah, it. yeah. And the, and they're like, yeah, it got super popular and a whole bunch of people bought them, but I don't know why or why it was popular, but I guess I'll just keep doing this. So they, those people, I don't even know if those exist. I'm guessing that there's a possibility that they do are like, I don't, I didn't even know there was a community to interact with or people that wanted to talk to me about my deck. I've just been putting them out and people bought them. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I, I mean, this is, I won't, I want to reimagine this idea to be more of an encouragement and a request rather than a critique. <clears throat> And I also don't know how much they do in Copenhagen, but anyone worldwide is one of my favorite brands that make cards. I don't know what they do to their cards to make them feel as great as they do, but I just like handling them a lot. And they're pretty minimal. Like checks is one of my favorite designs ever. Like just the fact that they got a hold of that first. Is yeah. Like, <clears throat> that's a, it looks so good in movement. It's a great pattern thing, but I wish that they communicated more with the community because when i met tobias levin in person at cardistry con this year he was super awesome like i got to talk to him before the 5k i talked to him at the place we met afterwards <clears throat> and i think this might just be more <clears throat> it's more common in the cardistry community is that like literally all the all the people you might meet or potentially your uh target audience member is a guy who's more introverted who's between the ages of 13 and 30 depending and then there's some outliers that go both ways, <clears throat> but that like sits at home with his computer that listens to music and shuffles cards. He's yeah. not a guy who wants to meet a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Uh, he's not a guy who wants a whole lot of attention or even the accolades, but maybe wants yeah. to make a living and likes to participate with his small community of people. And so like, I, I, this is just an assumption, but I'm like, I wonder if Tobias is that way because I would love for them to communicate more on their online. Yeah. Like, yeah presences and be able to like i love i mean it energizes me to comment back and forth with people online but like after a day of being on my screen even as an extrovert i get tired and want to go see real people so if they're already introverted and that's not their style then like yeah it's a request i have but it's not necessary and obviously people are like yeah but nate does that and so maybe nate's the guy that provides that in the community and i'm like good because i love it and yeah. i want to keep doing it and good segue on this one because i have another question for you because i remember you had your jam session uh, a few months yes. ago, oh which, my which I know you had some, I saw on your Instagram and people were showing it off. Even Tyler looked like an amazing time. Wish I could have been there. Cause it was just looked like a it great time where people so actually great. just had a great time. People were laughing, having a good time. Uh -huh. One of the questions was, and I think you probably know who, when I asked this question, who it was sent it. Okay. And this is for both of you. He asks, how was it handling antique decks? Man, I couldn't <laughs> possibly guess who this is probably Reggie, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Reggie. Well, Kevin, oh, I know that you're listening. I'll say hi. <laughs> um, it was interesting. I think that one of the, my favorite part about meeting Kevin was finding out that the U.S. playing card company could have been in my backyard. Excuse me. Belched a little bit. Um, but he showed me one of my favorite decks that I've been messing around with. It's a vintage deck. It's somewhere probably on my desk. Is the old Aladdins. Those yeah. decks I love. They're not, uh, They're vintage versions of it or classic versions of it. But he showed me a, I don't remember if it was just a picture of a stamp or a press or a box, but it said Aladdin playing cards, New York and Indianapolis. 
And apparently, from what he told me, because some people in the Indiana government charged three times what they should have for land, uh, the U.S. playing card company went to Cincinnati instead of Indianapolis. But the U.S. playing card company would have almost been in my backyard. And I would, and I'm like, oh. So, uh, getting to handle antique decks was awesome. I think one of the coolest part about coolest parts about the stock about it was how long you can do padiddle. Um, cause there's a lot of air cushion finish that's kind of glossy and you can't really, I mean, I don't know if I'll be able to see if I can stand up and do it cause I can't, oh, it's kind of, oh, my hands aren't. You could do that forever though with those cards. Like, was... I, I was literally just talking and yeah. like, uh, doing so other chill. one hand cuts and it was just like, just sticking and staying. Like you might even be able to nice. do padiddle with those, Tyler. Is so, he saying you can't do it? I'm. Yes, but there's a there's a specific <laughs> reason I mentioned it that way. Not the fact that he doesn't have the skill to do it, but because of a physical condition of his, an ailment, if you will. Yeah, these cards though. Aren't, tell him. No. Tell him. I don't want to tell him. They're no antique deck though. Tell tell him about your ailment. My ailment. Um, uh oh. <laughs> oh, this not, is not new, really an this, ailment. This really later when I think of it. Later. All right. Am I gonna share it? Uh, enlighten us. He just has really—he has just drier hands than me. Oh, uh, the way yeah. Is, the way you oh. do padiddle is I get really clammy hands, and you need a little bit of sweat and stick to Dude, make it. Nate has prime cardistry hands, though. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got dry Super as dry. sandpaper. Yeah, I'm yeah. cold and put, dry and dead. Inside. I put I put yeah. full of I could put lotion. <laughs> Dude, I could put lotion on my hands, and literally five minutes later they're dry. Yep, never. Yeah, nope. That's. Yeah. Well, see, I love I love that move. I'll never be able to do it. I made it my logo. That's how much I love it. Watch <laughs> people do it, you know. Yeah. But I can't. Yeah. My my, Dude. my hands are dry. Yeah. I'll like watch when I like first went to Nate's house and we jammed out. I was <laughs> like, I could just tell. Like I was like, your hands, they're they're sweaty, aren't they? And he's like, oh yeah. <laughs> they're not like, even like sweaty. They're like clammy. Yeah. They're clammy. Not, they don't, like, yeah. Yeah. They're just it's not like they're moist. Yeah. Yeah, which is weird. <laughs> yeah, dude, and mine are just sandpaper, just exact opposite. And I, yeah. mine are no mine are what too, I do. Mine are, are just like you guys. Like mine are completely dry, but it's mostly because I'm also a power lifter. So I'm always I'm always oh, you're grabbing power lifter. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I grab, but I also chalk up. So I yeah, use a lot of um, chalk on my hands. So next thing you know, my hands are bone ashy dry. You know what I, I used to use all the time before I learned how much I was damaging my cards, probably. So I've heard of this thing called fanning powder, which I've never used. And I thought, oh, it's probably just like talcum powder. So I bought baby powder and would always put it on my hand <laughs> out so I could mess with my cards. And just like ruined and clumped Dude, up LeBron probably a whole James bunch. <laughs> Get ready to play. Yeah, LeBron. I used, I used to always do that, and it would just junk up my cards. Uh, but Oof. the other funny thing, oh, what was I going to say about? Oh. So one thing that I, because this is just kind of a funny little story. When I went to Cardistry Con in 2019, um, it was the first time that I had been around more than one cardist at a time or kind of period. Like I had met one other guy in person that did cards. Everyone else I had known from online. And so at Cardistry Con, I didn't know this. They do, well, I did know this once 2019 rolled around. Every year they do a padiddle contest. And... And they were like, and I didn't do it in 2019 because I was like, I'm not like one of the best padiddlers in the community. <laughs> and I'm like, I can do it for like, I've done it for like over a minute, maybe two minutes. I think the longest time I've recorded myself, not video, but like timed, it was like over four minutes. And I was just like really, really in the zone. And people are like, 
if you can do it for longer than 15 seconds, you need to be up there. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you guys can't do padiddle? And it wasn't like a, it was funny because it was like a, this is the best way to put it. It was like a homeschooler who had like a NFL professional as his dad. And so mm -hmm. like his norm was that he could just throw 50 to 70 yards. And then when he gets to high school and he can throw 50 to 70 yards accurately, he's like, it's, it, it's not a pride thing. It's literally like, I thought everybody could do this. I'm out of my <laughs> paradigm. I'm realizing that people aren't like me. So when I get to the convention and they're like, you can padiddle for longer than 15 seconds or 10 even. I'm like, yeah, can't you? That's not one of the harder ones. That's just the one you practice a ton. And they're like, no, we can't do that. So I actually got to participate in the padiddle contest this year at Cardistry Con and got to like use the big cards on stage and do the little cards. And I was like, it's like me. Well, what's funny is like two guys went up there at first and they're like, they literally prefaced. They were like, only if you're actually really, really good at padiddle should you come up here. Remember I remember that. They, they were like, and then people were kind of scared. They were like, I was well, like, dang, it's going to take some confidence for anybody to go up and there. And so now. like one guy came up there that, that people knew like, does it all? I don't even remember who it was, but could do it like all the time. And then so someone was like, Nate, go. And I'm like, I don't think I'm that good at it, but I'll go if I'm really up there. So I went and I totally didn't win either one of the sessions but It'd like nerve-wracking doing it in front of it is people. and be, especially because you need specific conditions to be able to do it like oh probably, yeah hold on i bet you i can actually get it now i can feel the clam coming on <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of the episode yeah <laughs> feel the clam coming on yeah <laughs> it's hard because you have to get it spinning at a specific speed and it actually can't be too sticky it's got to be there we go that's a Oh man, and then it slows down all of a sudden. Whatever, you got the point. Yeah, <laughs> have clammy hands. There you go. Clammy there hands. you go. Clammy hands. Just spit on your hands, guys. Just <laughs> do it all, all day. I don't, I don't do that. That's gross. I lick my fingers. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I'm a just, gentleman. Yeah, 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 like yeah. A, exactly. Exactly. Classy. <laughs> I'm with you. Classy. Now. <laughs> One, one other question I just thought of, and I actually I was just thinking about this because I was looking at it. Do you think there are new possible trends Cardists might be following soon? Or is there a trend that you see nowadays that's like, why is this a trend? Or Can you predict the future, Nate? No, but I can predict what kids will like. Um, oh, here's... Hold on. Can you re-ask the question, Chris? Because I had two different answers that were going in separate directions. No, no problem. The question is, um, do you think nowadays Cardists will find a possible new trend or are there trends that you think are like why is this a thing good question uh well uh holographic decks <laughs> are uh gilded. gilded so here's what's happening here's what i don't like and here's oh you know what this is the perfect place to talk about it i had the thought today and i was gonna put it on my story but this is just the perfect place to share and encapsulate it in media um we're watching because so what xdex has done um is started to buy out people's collections and so it's a way of kind of dual helping the community by going we have individual sellers who can't possibly sell all the cards that they want to sell to liquidate them because some of these people need cash fast to either pay some bills i think we're potentially this Just is up in the air right now too Just i sold the pink panther brick like instantly didn't have to deal with anything 
So what, what's helpful is that we'll take collections if people need to liquidate them, but because we're also a source that sells multiple decks at a time and that's what we're built for, is that you essentially have this hub, and I'll get to the point in a second. You have this hub of people selling their collections to liquidate. We had a kid who offered uh, a lot that I said, hey, we can take your lot off you potentially if these are all sealed because he's looking to save money for a car and he doesn't need the cards right now. And I'm like, cool, in this way, because of the capital that we have and the business that we have, we can bless other people by allowing them to liquidate their collection for whatever price and bargain we work out. And then we can sell them because we have the structure as the business and as multiple people, not just an individual seller to advertise those decks and sell them out. Cause that's what we do anyway. So, and then it's potentially the place I put this on my story today. I was like, if you are missing something from your collection, check our site, we might have it. Like essentially we're almost, it would be cool to become like the card eBay. Cause there are decks that I've looked at before. Like I can't find a Peelers V1. I think I found one listing for Peelers V1 on eBay, but I know that we have multiple in stock in our store that I think is actually under the price of the eBay. I think the listing on eBay was 140 and we sell it for 125, 130. I'd have to check. Regardless, it's around similar price point. We have multiple of them and are a reputable source for selling them. Mm -hmm. The point I was getting to was that I think what we're experiencing is the drop off of the oversaturation culture. Because what happened was Fontaine, anyone, all these people were, were saying, oh, we're at part of the hype culture right now and people will just buy decks whenever we sell them. Mm -hmm. So we can make two or three a month and people will just buy them out because they think it's rare. And I literally had this idea going through my head today that I know someone has said before, so I would love to give them credit whoever it is, is if there are 2,500 of them and all of your friends each have three, they're not rare anymore. I feel like that was, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've heard uh congress say that before yeah i think that's congress that yeah it was kevin it had been kevin yeah. Yeah. so the point being you're you're having people wake up and realize that the decks they own are not rare anymore mm -hmm. and they're losing their value and they are being sold off because you don't care anymore you've lost your oh, yeah. care and what i think might happen this might be a prediction trend is fontaine starts to experience a little bit of suffrage from not everyone buying their decks because they know they're just going to resell them again or the people who originally liked them just kind of falling off and growing up and people moving on from cardistry. Uh, so one thing that I think is happening is like people are selling, because all of the collections that we're buying are full of Fontaines and full of anyone's and full of other things. And it's like, man, this one didn't pop off. So one thing that I hope to preserve if I can at all control it, because I'm only but one man and I'm on a team of people is to make decks with Max and other artists in the future because what we were wanting to do is also recruit more artists. So if you design cards and you're listening to this, reach out to us. We want to collaborate. Um, is to like one thing that Max does really well with me is we create decks that I feel like hit a whole bunch of different markets at a time and are not just a recoloring of the back. So one of my favorite decks of Fontaines that I don't even own is the Chinatown ones because it feels like it was a thought through idea. It's a themed deck. The good version two that are like corally orange, yeah, themed deck all the way through. I like those because they're not just, hey, let me throw a color on the back design and then not touch the face cards at all. And so I'd love to hear, and if, if maybe that's Zach's intention so that it's classic to everyone else who ever picks them up and they're not super random, cool. That's not my style. If that's his intention, then he's got an intention behind it. Otherwise, I view it as a missed opportunity 
and a lot of people view it as lazy but i don't know his intention so i don't want to claim that right yeah yeah going back to what you said it's like how can something be rare if you're printing 5000 decks well, I mean, if 5,000 people own one of each or three people of each, and then there are still more people vying for it, then it is rare. It's still in high demand. But I know for a... F- people are bricking a- up. People, You have so many people always bricking up and always, you know, because they, well, they have to get the new gilded version of that mm-hmm. deck or something. It's like... And so what people are doing is making artificial mm-hmm. rarity with gilding. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that I don't like. There's a difference, I think, and I've talked to my bosses about it, about creating an artificial rarity in a gilding and then people who are collecting them and just want to have and yeah. want to look at them. And so I was like, when I looked at the, to be just to be transparent, uh, I'll save this bit of information to honor my boss, but I'm willing to share this in person. But just like, I'll, I'll, I'll hold on, I want to say this well without, give me a second. He's like, yep. hold on, I want to make sure I keep my job. <laughs> yep, yep, pretty much, pretty much. Like, I want to make sure Priority I Priority number tomorrow. one is keep your job. 100%. I, I want, I don't, okay, let me just speak from personal experience, not anything sales-wise. I don't want to buy gilding if it's not cool. If if it's like gilding just to say it's gilded, eh, I don't yeah. care. Personally, the the red gilded edition of the uh, Tsukuyomi deck, I have kept picking back up. And it goes well with the red circle on the front. I think it's a good, like, thought Contrast. through color. Yeah. And so people, and then here's the difference. People are asking for gilded decks of the lo-fi. And we're like, okay, well, we have this whole situation where we didn't gild them the first time, so we'd have to send them back to get gilded. And we don't know if we actually have high enough demand to sell them. And I guess I can say that, that like, we didn't sell out of the Sukuyomi gilded or the regular ones. Like, we still have them on our site if you want them. So go buy them. And what I really like about Orbit's deal is he's like, I'm making 20,000 of them. Buy yeah. them until they're gone. Come get them. So what I think is interesting is we say and advertise, hey, we're doing a limited print run of 2,000, but like we're not even going to sell all of them and they'll still be available later. Which like if you're the damage of artificial rarity over time is kind of what we're seeing with Fontaine where people will just sell them later instead of going, oh, frick where's a peeler v1 deck that i can get my hands on because you can't and the people who are selling them bought a whole bunch of them at the beginning just because that's what they did period Mm -hmm. and they withheld their value they're cool in the box they're like in the crate you like because you took the time to put more design to into them later peelers v2 is still even worth picking up because it's the ones where they're finally holding bananas it's like uh this that's my favorite opc deck by the way Peelers v2 yeah it was Nice. Great color. This Dang. one is actually a rare deck because Frankie Morales isn't even in the space anymore, but it is a honeycomb Saturns that you literally had to buy a brick of the red ones to get the honeycomb version. It's got a gray line, a yellow back, and probably a lot of people haven't even seen these. And they've got yellow minimalized. Oh, there things. you go. Okay. And so, like, I really like these. I thought I lost them. But this would actually be what I would consider a rare deck. I don't know how many were printed. Frankie isn't in the space anymore. Uh, he had a bad reputation from the red Kickstarter. But like this is an actual rare deck, not right. these. These yeah, were I mean, advertised as rare. Yeah. But I could find them pretty easily now. And I, I think with gilding, like I, it makes sense if it makes sense for the deck. Like your yeah. lo-fi one, I don't think gilding makes sense for that deck. You, you know, like, 
Um, Fontaine's, I don't think, need to be gilded because it doesn't make sense to me. Um, Unless there's a theme around it. And then do right. it tastefully. Yeah. yeah. You like, know, if, um, like, for example, like if Fontaine did like the Pink Panther deck, but then they, because it was a good theme, I thought it was great with the core cards. And if they would have gilded it pink, would dude, make sense. Here, let me let me just throw this out. Have you seen the Gemini gildings where it's like jeweled? The, the speckled yeah. almost? Yeah. 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 If you did a pink version of that on the Pink Panthers, it would look like the Pink Panther diamond. Yeah, yeah, perfect. And that makes That's sense. That's what I mean. And it takes that would make one sense. extra step. Yeah, it, that'll yeah. make sense. But just gilding for gilding's sake, I think that's like I think Dan and I've even spoken to this. Like, it's becoming the new thing. Like, it's no longer just like hey, like especially on Kickstarter, it's like hey, you have tiers of like one, three, six, twelve, twenty-four. Then you have a half brick box stickers, and guess what? We also have gilding. Why not? It's there. I, I just think, like, like, yeah. they're like, eh. yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like, like, like what I did with, with with my gilding is I said, hey, I have, I, I'm making as many as y'all back. I'm not making a hundred and capping it there. By I sold seventy-five, so I made eighty just to have that overflow, and that's it. Nice. Right? You could have even done a hundred, and that would have been a good yeah. number. Yeah. And Tyler's yeah. using one of them right now. By the way, it is, is a pretty he? good gilding. So, and you know, Tyler using a deck. Well. Tyler, Tyler using a deck of cards makes me think. Wait, we have to do an honorary deck check, as we do with all our podcasts. Oh, we haven't done a deck check. Yet. No, we have not. You know, we I've always used, do a deck check. I've used four decks this entire episode. I just yeah, keep... I know. I've been watching. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've, used, I've used like ten. Hold on. Yeah. Well, I've used um, one. So yeah, I'm using I'm using sophomore edition. The gilded, gilded, the gilded one. Ooh, the pretty mm-hmm. gilded. I mean, the blue, uh, the blue is very pretty. Works well. well. This isn't even the right deck. Hold on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Beautiful. Nice. Love it. Damn it. <laughs> also, I grabbed the wrong box. I'm using this, my buddy Cam printed these. I met him at CardistryCon. Cam, you sell things. Yep. These are. Uh, See, I, I love that red. That red's a very nice that's red. That's beautiful. That's a nice. Yeah. And I like this a lot. It's gilded, but it almost also looks matte at the same time. It, like, it almost looks like gilded matte look red. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good red. That's a and it works with the deck. Uh huh. I think it makes the back design pop. It does. It does. Yeah. You see, saw some of the pictures I did. I got some really cool pictures of me doing a thumb fan where you could like barely see the edge like this. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then the top red dot and i was like that looks so good yeah that does and for those of you listening that was actually the tsukuyomi red gilded deck that is available right. on xdex right now chris thank you for calling it the tsukuyomi deck instead of the kisetsu deck because multiple decks are under the kisetsu branch the tsukuyomi and the lo-fi are both under kisetsu See? i just won't say it because i'll say it incorrectly we're gonna do some uh, phonics lessons. Well, I, I, I heard I heard Nate say it enough times, so I was like okay. in my head, I'm like, okay, let me say it correctly. Right, I don't say know. This. Fuck it up. Say Sue, Sue, Koo, Koo, Yo, Yo, Me, Me, Suku Yomi, Suku Yomi. Perfect. You know, what, you know what just ran through my head right now? Huh? Right through my head. Friends like Jo, Jo, Me, Me, Pel, Pel, Jo, Me, Pel, Boo, Boo. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's a guy. <laughs> Who's a he's a ventriloquist that our family knows. He's a Christian ventriloquist, and he does this bit where the puppet can't say. He's like, "What's the, what's the word for the?" Or he's you know he, he, the puppet can't say ventriloquist at first. He goes, "Yeah, ventriculus. That's what I said." <laughs> and he's like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, ventriculus." He's like, "Ventriloquist." And they go, "Ven, ven." They go back and forth with each other. 
And so then he's like, I don't know. It's just hard to say, you know, like the, the kitchen floor. And everyone's like, what? He's like, you know, and then someone shouts out linoleum. He's like, yeah, that. <laughs> he's like, you can't say linoleum. And so then they go back and forth. Le, le, no, no, le, le, um. And he's like, linoleum, ventriloquist. And they're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> So then, what have you been using? By um, the way, oh, yeah. I've been playing with my deck. Sophomore year, all PG here, guys. All PG. Yeah, it's my deck, and I'm playing with it. PG, thirteen. How'd you know my dad's nickname? Good, Pastor Greg. Makes sense. We, we, Makes sense. A bunch of my friends used to come over and be like, "All right, guys, let's keep it PG." <laughs> what are you using, Chris? I'm actually using the awesome deck by Studio K. This is actually I. This was on Kickstarter a little bit ago. I don't know if you know this one, Nate. Um, Studio, I have seen this. Yeah. So Studio K partnered with the kids at Beacon Children's Hospital. I think this is actually in Indiana. Um, and That's so, so cool. all the kid he had fifty four kids, gave them each a card to saying here, here's a card. What would you draw? So each kid drew a card. So each card is individual. That's awesome. Now and then, that. That is a deck. So what he did was he actually had all the kids as one of their one of the ad cards. All the kids signed a card and he printed it in this deck. Since this deck funded, he made sure all the kids got decks as well, so that they could carry their art with them in the hospital That's and so out of the cool. hospital. Yeah. So when I saw this on Kickstarter, I was like, you know what? I am backing it. It's a great great deck. It had a great purpose. I liked the artwork, and it's like they they gave they gave them like, hey. Can you do something like this with the writer back? And they come up with that. <laughs> so, it. like, so looking at that, uh, back when we did uh, Squeezers V2, we wanted to potentially go visit hospitals of people suffering from, I want to say leukemia, and I'm going to feel really bad if I get it wrong. I think it's leukemia, right? Alex's Lemonade Stand, Foundation for Leukemia. I think so. I think okay. so. I think that's it. If I'm wrong, excuse me children who are suffering from a disease period um is who we're trying to show compassion to one thing that i after watching patch adams call back was thinking how do we get this back how do we how do we get back to that portion where i could literally because i do this in person in general if there are anybody if there's anybody who has ends with different hospitals where i could like literally go in and teach like I, I got to do a cardistry after a week after the jam i got to do a cardistry workshop at a local game shop that does like Yu-Gi-Oh and pokemon and magic yeah i saw that yeah yeah and i'm like dude if i could do this every weekend i'll do my x decks main be with social media make the videos for youtube and instagram and whatever monday through friday and then like go visit hospitals or do cardistry workshops on the weekend where I could literally like bring in like one thing that I did for the jam and for the workshop was I have a whole bunch of cards that I've collected over the years that I do not want anymore that are like either the, the cut corners uh, casino ones or they're I've been gifted them and I either I don't know just even decks when I was just like picking them up because I thought it was a deck of cards and blah 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 so then I gave a whole bunch out at the jams and one thing that I loved about the jam kind of talk about that again is the idea that it wasn't advertised like a cardistry con where it's like, if you already do this, come and we're making it for you. It was, even if you don't know how to do this, come and we'll teach you. And so literally a yeah. kid came up 
where his mom was like working at the venue at one of like the food vendors and he like literally came up and started talking with us and started like learning and that's one of my favorite pictures if you look on the instagram is i'm literally teaching swing cuts to this uh little african-american boy who's like yeah my yeah leg. i remember seeing that and i'm like one one i want to thank tyler for capturing that because that is like my favorite picture i think i've ever had taken of me doing cardistry ever because that literally is like a, a and it literally has amp in the background i don't know if you intentionally did that but definitely <laughs> the composition <laughs> skills were there where i was like this is what i want to show people this is what i want to go show my boss of like this is what i think i'm capable of that i didn't even know i was capable of two years ago when i wasn't given the position and the role to do so of like hey xdex the thing that's going to set us apart from just a resale company or our own deck making company is the fact that i teach and have such a presence in the community where i'm like hey i really think that this activity is fun i don't want it the thing i like about it other than magic is that i'm like there's this is what I tell people all the time because they always think it's magic and I go and I'll, I'll reveal this so if you're watching on YouTube or whatever then sorry I'm revealing magic on stream but whatever so if you take this and you do a card palm and make a card disappear you're literally doing this but just with your hand covering it and once you figure out how to do it the gimmicks lost but if you do a flicker shot in front of somebody and then show them exactly how to do it the the thing is not lost in fact it increases and grows for that like spectator because now they get to do the cool thing or they've seen the cool thing and now they get to do it with you mm -hmm. so it's yeah. like bringing people alongside with you instead of saying here's all the secrets i have to keep from you to be cool yeah it's a you almost gain a <clears throat> more appreciation for cardistry the more you get to know it oh for sure sense. it's kind of like you're like oh i like when i first got into it it felt like it was I couldn't appreciate some of the stuff that I would see. And then as you like, of course, you learn the rev cut or you learn just anything, how difficult like, some of these things are. Yeah. You're yeah. just like, wow. And they, cause everybody just makes it look so easy on yeah. Instagram. So it's like, of course they're posting their highlights of like double quadruple, whatever. And it's yeah. like, dang, but then, and, like, and even you for you, Tyler, it was like, it. It's like I remember this week when I saw on your stories like you finally did the fan, the riffle fan, the riffle yeah. fan, riffle and fan. then I remember you were like looking at it and you were like I remember on your video you're like, your mouth was just shocked you're like, <laughs> I actually did this. Yeah, dude. See, and, like, the, and the thing I like about what Tyler's been doing is he shows all sides of it, the yeah. failures of the of the learning and the dropping of the cards and like not being afraid of it. No. I yeah, think you know. that I actually want to go back to that because Tyler, I think you've inspired me to want to potentially put out more content like that. Cause I remember that I did, I think I did, the, I didn't do it as often as you do now, but I remember a more than paper post a long time ago where I think I literally took all the outtakes of like me dropping cards from a highlight reel and was like, yeah, this is also what it looks like. Yeah, and, I remember that. And yep, I used yeah. to, and more than anything, I used to make posts saying like, this isn't easy. Like, keep learning, doing whatever. These are the struggles I've had this week and just being real with people. And it resonated mm -hmm. with a lot more people. So I would say yeah. absolutely keep that up. Yeah, yeah. definitely. It's, it, it's it resonates not a lot of people, people show it. Yeah, and it resonates no. with- it resonates That's not with what our community. culture celebrates. No, Yeah. and, and with, this, with this community, I mean, whether it's you know younger kids or even middle-aged, whatever, I mean, myself included, it's like seeing people that are like younger than me that have more dexterity and went up and drop cards. It's like, hey, that makes me relate to them more. It makes me want to be like, hey, let me learn. Right. Ooh, Next. let me say something a little profound because I was talking about this with someone else lately as I was uh, encouraging people. We were, I'm in some of like young adults groups around church and stuff. And I remember 
always encouraging people with this, when, encouraging people to be vulnerable with one another. When was the last time you related to someone based on all your accolades? Almost never. That yeah. never brings you as close as to like, if you were to be like, I also was like the line leader in kindergarten every day. <laughs> oh my gosh. Whereas if you were to be like, yeah, my mom also died last year. My my actual mom didn't, but like that's a heavier thing where like yeah, yeah. that you can relate to grief. You can relate to like yep. family dynamic shifting. There's a lot more that, it, and it's comforting to people. Um, and man, Tyler, one of the things I love about your fresh outlook being a new work artist is stuff that I would just see as like dropped cards that you've now named floor display is probably one of my yeah. favorite things. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> it is, and it's it, it, it's it, it's awesome, and it, and it seems to be that people like it, and it's and, it's, it's and also see. I think it's also doing like floor displays, like Tyler's saying, but with decks of cards that people would never normally open or yeah. use. Or right. be like, let me not use those Fontaines, they're so nice. Or let me not use a Gilded deck. Those should not be on the floor. And Tyler's like, you know what, screw it, they're cards. I'm going to use them. I bought them to use, so why not? There used yeah. to be a profile called Use Your Cards that I think was run by... I'm going to get his name wrong. Oh. Who's the Wave guy? You know who I'm talking about? The guy who'll do like the Vi fan and then go... I can't remember. I can't think of John Stessel. Yes. I didn't even have to look it up. John Stessel, the wave game. So he would always do that. And he used to, I think he was the one running an account called use your cards. And it would be like, and I've actually started readopting that, that mantra pun intended, um, by like, uh, opening the deck of, uh, Tyler gifted me a black holographic Fontaine deck. And I opened them the other day and I was like, these are so fun. Oh my gosh, remember when I was allowed to like play with the cards that I own and bought? <laughs> and gifted to me or other things like that. So I'm actually hesitant, but I think I will. I've I got a really good deal on a red dot from anyone worldwide. And I think I'm gonna open it and play with it. I'm excited. I mean honestly you should. My thing is like if I'm like me personally, I'm the type of person like I'm spending my hard-earned money on something. I'm going to open it. I'm going to enjoy it to its full capacity yeah. because I paid for it. I would like to enjoy it to its full capacity. And the, But then there's also the difference of... The collectors. Actually, well, or if you're trying to be a good steward and invest, because I remember my parents looking at me crazy when one Christmas I asked for a brick of red Saturns, and they're like, that's like your whole Christmas budget. So like if you want that from us that's the only thing you're getting and because they were on kickstarter they didn't even get fulfilled until march the next year so they literally hand like packaged in a gift box a cinder block <laughs> that said your other brick is on the way but merry christmas <laughs> and i was like my mom's clever like i loved it and, and i'm like yeah that's really the thing i want i ended up buying i kid you not when blue fontaines came out on kickstarter it was the first fontaine deck that was on kickstarter i bought eight of them for I think $10 a piece. So I paid $80 for eight decks. And it's when they, per. and now they're 80 per deck. So I literally yeah. made it back in selling one deck, but my parents were like, are these really going to appreciate in value like that? And are you really going to be able to resell them? And then one day, I think I needed to pay some interest on my student loans or something. And they're like, you need $200 by like tomorrow. And I was like, well, I'm either going to have to take a loan from you guys or have to like borrow the money or something. And then I went on my more than paper page and sold like two decks of cards on my story in like 20 minutes. And it was like, <laughs> Hey guys, I have 20, I have 200 in my bank account now. And they're like, how 
how how did you how did you just liquidate your assets like that and then i, and then I started becoming familiar with like business terms and i'm like oh i really am pretty entrepreneurial aren't i and i had no idea <laughs> well it makes it makes complete sense honestly yeah. when it's the investment side of it the collector side of it or the you like the most of the people are like the user side of it i'm more i have a few decks in my collection that are like sealed and i'm not touching and they're worth a pretty penny like i have the if an octopus kapam the v2 fully sealed with the book and the sleeve and everything like i have that whole set i don't touch it um because i know that will appreciate in value but all my other stuff i'm like yeah whatever you know if someone gives me a deck of cards and i know it's 70 dollars, i'm like you know what i'm gonna open i'm them. opening it yeah but you yeah. know what i've got i got an orbit i have all the orbits there's no way in heck i'm opening v1 or v2 no nope, not gonna happen Sorry. I was, I was just thinking, what, what, yeah, so that kind of answers my next question. What would be one deck that's like out there that, that you don't currently have that you want that you want to open? Red the, Fontaines. Well, I've got a, I've got a random one. Um, yeah. yeah. Kings Wild, Eric Church, and for Sand deck. Mm. Because I have all the other ones, but I don't have that one. And he's, that's the one he sold the very little of. Because Eric Church is one of my favorite country singers. So, hmm. all right, I need to make a note I, of that. See, I don't have one. I don't. Everybody keeps asking me what's like the white whale that I always want. I'm like, I don't have one. I'm not that type of collector. Like, I'm not one to ask for or want a very expensive deck or look for something. I'm just like, whatever. I, you We're know, I'm gonna be so modest. No, I grew I up. Think, no, because no, I grew up. I grew up in a very low income family, so it's like to have something nice. Like, I barely spend on myself in general. Like the clothes that I wear. I'm wearing them till they're basically torn and tattered. I am not. Also, is that uh, unstable unicorn shirt? No, it's a T T turtle shirt. Strength. The character, the character on it looks like it's from a game called Here to Slay. Ah, you ever played don't. that? No, it's never a, played that one. Good game. <laughs> no, but like I said, like I don't pay much like for myself. So like, if I do buy something for myself, I, I would like to enjoy it. So that's why, like yeah. me, like I pay for cards. I'm gonna enjoy it. I pay for Magic the Gathering cards. I'm gonna play the game. I'm, you know, I'm buying them to and use. Eight hundred binders. Yeah, let's not yeah. talk about that then. We'll Chris, go, we'll... we should play Yu-Gi-Oh sometime. I don't play Yu-Gi-Oh yet. Oh. I, I <laughs> Wait till I visit NYC. I'll bring my Speed Duel box with me. We'll play. I'll, I'll bring my Magic the Gathering cards. You can teach me <laughs> hybrid nope. game. So. <laughs> Tyler, I want the question rephrased because I named you the one that I would keep sealed just because that's like a little piece of history. And the first like custom deck I probably bought and funded was Blue Fontaine. So Red Fontaine would just be cool to have to be like, actually, you yeah. know what? Hold on. Let me rephrase it because I don't even think a Red Fontaine would be as special sealed as a Blue Fontaine sealed because that's when I started. Mm -hmm. And also, mm -hmm. if you had phrased it the other way or phrased it a different way, one that you are still looking for and want that you don't want to pay the money for but want to use are the original checkerboards with the red square mm. i want to play with those i love i love that coloration of the deck those are my favorite colors like black white and red black so essentially my favorite colors are black white sapphire blue and ruby red and i mean that in the way yeah. that they're like think of like a hurt your eyes crimson and a hurt like this kind of blue Kinda like just even like the outline of the light blue. Okay. You know what? Do you know what cobalt blue is? Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm thinking like, like when you look at it in public, I, I've seen women. 
women usually with red hair will wear like this bright vibrant blue dress with like the same color earrings i know I've, maybe i've seen a famous actress in an outfit like that or something but i can distinctly picture like someone it's a uh, it's almost like what's the x-men character that's like blue uh, like yeah. mystique? mystique 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 i don't know how to describe that blue it's either yeah, like a royal red, blue that's red hair and blue person yeah. yeah i think yeah essentially yeah. I, I know i've seen that look before somewhere but that's yeah. what i mean like like bright hurt your, i call it hurt your eyes blue because i don't know how accurately to describe <laughs> this, blue? Face. <laughs> this like, blue? no oh, okay. that's close though that's close like let me grab the this, blue fontaine it's the blue fontaine blue yeah <laughs> that was yeah. funny i think i'd probably go with uh, if if i were to open a deck i think it would be honestly this blue this blue is that this blue? blue slaps that blue is really nice it does this blue slap. slaps it's a banger i think i'm here for the orbit v4s i think that's it's what like I would this want. it looks a little darker on camera oh but yeah it does look a little darker it's like yeah very sat. It's like if you turned up the saturation all the way on blue. Yeah. Or V4. Isn't that's that black? What? No, he was just talking about. He said yeah, that's the one I would get. If I were to get and open it, like if I were just to get it, it that would Have be you... like my. I've beaten this red. one up pretty, yeah. pretty. Did you good. get to mess with mine? Um, no, I don't think I've messed with yours. I, I, I well, hope you we're still talking about wanna... decks. Whoa. Cards. <laughs> the nice or nice uh, Orbit Four. I, uh, sorry, Nate, this is where we go. <clears throat> Tyler, if you would ever like to play with the orb, oh, I'm peeking, aren't I? <laughs> the orb four. <laughs> you wanna, if you would like to test drive the Orbit V4 playing cards, Tyler, I have a deck with your name on it. At my house. I think I've purposely not taken that one out because I know I would really want it even more after I've. <laughs> Like when you go to Nate's house and you look at his collection, you're like, oh, there's literally every deck here that I would want, and like like full collections. And I'm just like, if I if I get that out, I know I'm going to go home. I'm going to get on eBay. I'm going to overpay for that. Like I don't need it. So I just stick to whoever's should on I top. Just, should I just? Should I just? I'm debating <laughs> taking the tour over there. It's a well. We yeah. filmed that one video with your collection, so that just I know I'm really. I'm just gonna hype that up. Yeah, we'll, we filmed we'll it in that. 4K, so it might be a little heavy of a so project what, file. Oh, that'll be fun to see in 4K. Dude, it's a I'll his collection to... is. We need beautiful. to do. We, we need to do like a full. So Tyler and I talked through some video ideas, and oh, I also told. Sorry, total tangent because I just remember this, <laughs> Tyler. I did remember to ask the xdex team if you could come to missouri with me oh nice are, are you uh i'm asking if my friend andrew can come with me this time we'll see what they say but i told them and we'll probably talk to them i'll be there the 12th through the whatever that week is um and i'll be like hey so my friend tyler when are when can we come make some content because tyler and i were talking about taking my deck collection and going through like the top three top five top ten at a time mm-hmm and then being like, these are what they're used for. So the, the video that will be coming out that this is an exclusive, uh, letting you know this will come out at some point. Um, top, I think we did top five cardistry decks in my collection. And I told people what they were used for. And so Peelers V1 is in there. I'll, I'll say one more. I feel like I might ruin the video otherwise. Um, There's some verts. We won't say I was gonna say I was going to say one of the verts yeah. decks. That's exactly There's what I was going to say. In there. Yep. Good call. This is, and, th and this is why they are called twins. Twin <laughs> telepathy. <laughs> Well, yes. I'll tell you, I'm I'm all for anything the two of you can collab yeah. and 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 make. It would be masterpieces, nonetheless. Yeah, content yeah. galore. It is. So, Ty, Tyler, I had a quick question for you. 
Um, when you're doing, you know, the weddings and the racing and stuff, do the people look at you with the deck of cards and, and question you? Why you like? Do you have those out with you uh, on the downtime, or do people look at you weird, or like what do they do? It's not necessarily a weird thing. It's thankfully they've seen something with them, and so a lot of times it's the, I take those those green sport knocks with me, yeah. And so they're like, "Oh, is that what you do those transitions with, or whatever?" Like that's that was the last conversation I had at a race a couple weeks ago, and then at the wedding I was just at, it's it is like you almost expected to have cards. But I'm okay. always I'm always um, met with disappointment because I say I don't do magic tricks, and so they're like, "Oh, oh that's so cool, you do." I'm like, "Yeah, but I'm not, I don't do any magic, sorry." And like, <laughs> could I do like a trick? Yes, but like then I just feel like you have to have like a routine, routine. and then it's yep. like, I'm just not there yet. I'm not there. And you don't um, have to be. I think that's one of the cool things coming out of this this like transition in cardistry is a lot of people started doing cardistry together. And I will say, if you are wanting to learn magic and sleight of hand, learn cardistry as well, because from what I've noticed in my sleight of hand stuff, just you being uh, aware of like a deck's weight and how a deck handles in yeah. general and how it looks natural when it falls, you'll have a lot of ideas and good uh, dexterity for making your sleight of hand look really clean. That's the truth. Um, the one place you it does you do get weird looks is when I pull out a deck on a plane. That's that's <laughs> yes. when people get yeah. a little yeah. bit yeah. like I yeah yeah. I, I remember when I when I went to Vegas, I brought a jet setter deck because I mean it's kind of what you why do, not? right? Yeah, yeah why not? And, it's um, what you're supposed to and, do. Yeah, and this uh, six year old gir girl was sitting next to me, and I'm just sitting there, and she just I just feel her eyes burning me. You can and so. Yeah, so I, I I showed her some stuff and whatnot, and then I I, I gave her the deck uh, when when we were done with her mom's permission, of course. But uh, that, that was kind of cool. Hold on. One, yeah. awesome that you gave the deck away. Yeah. I love doing that. And it leaves, it's it's a really cool, like, this is the first time I've ever experienced something like this. Here's a token of you experiencing it for the first time. Now go learn. It's kind of like a uh, pass it on kind of thing. Yeah. It's so cool. Um, that's why I, I actually got into Yu-Gi-Oh, Chris. That's another story. Someone invited me to play it. I learned it at a game shop. And then when I went to go buy a structure deck to like start myself, the guy behind the counter like handed me sleeves, a, stu a structure deck, and a box and was like, keep it. And I was like, why? And he was like, yeah. we, don't, we don't get a lot of new players in here all the time. And I'm like, this is solidified. I'm in. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm so down. I am down. So the, the thing that's cool about the... Um, the thing I was noticing, Dan, that you were describing <laughs> is it sounds like from, I don't know about you, Chris, and I'm not exactly sure about Tyler, but that it's not something that you seek out. It is something that you either try to avoid and deal with when necessary. Whereas on my side, I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. going to bring a deck of cards <laughs> everywhere and people are going to ask about it and I'll get to talk about it. Yep. I mean, no. yeah, I mean, I, I have one with me at all times. Same. Um, you know, when I walk, walk to the bank or run errands for work, I've got, I'm, I'm doing something with it, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't seek yeah. out to show people stuff, you <laughs> know, take, that's I not me. I purposely take, yeah. um, my anyone checkers because they're black and have the yellow dot one or the yellow square oh, the one. racetrack. Yeah. They're just, they're as low key when like, I've got those, I, I like taking or like black fontaines or the black and like the midnight, anyone checkers. Wants. 
like stuff that's just relatively low profile i don't i don't bust out like rainbows or yeah. gilded decks <laughs> like because i'm just like if it flashes i don't know you don't you want to pay you don't want yeah. to you want to put more attention to yourself i guess i you know do. i'm yeah, the same well, exact way it could be matte black and not shiny like that's what i want but when i'm at home or like when i'm like with people that know i i deck around i'm like flash me up deck you know? around that's hilarious <laughs> yep now yeah, let me ask yeah. you, now let I me didn't ask even what? think about i don't know why i didn't think about that on the pod sorry i'm just realizing that the podcast name was probably a play off of that but it, because it had the i n after it yeah it didn't click with me because the phrase <laughs> yeah yeah we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait what are the what's the audience level on this i feel like you guys already swore earlier it's not yeah, yeah. very good it, it doesn't matter yeah, yeah. there's just... an e next to the episode we're fine yeah yeah. We're, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah no but my question to you guys because we because we all hold on, carry a second, hold on a second oh keep going We'll say something and then he'll come in and everything. We understand that he's he has more people behind him. Probably dad coming in. Probably Patch Adams again. Yeah. Make Patch sure we watch. Make sure <laughs> we watch. There's another movie you guys have seen before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, love you. Night. <clears throat> Rufio. No. Where? Ru- where? Sorry. Oh. We have a. Our our family's a. Me- we're uh, it's a happy mess, but it's a mess. <laughs> where. I have a friend living with me from college who is transitioning uh, because he had a job near where I lived. And so he's like living in like the room over like next to me in the basement. My brother just got back home from a summer training for his job. He just graduated in the spring, was at a summer training for his job all summer, just got back this week. Uh, So like six different people are in the home with two dogs and my mom's car crapped out. So my dad was making sure that I could take her and my sister to school in the morning because she's an athletic secretary and my sister goes to the high school that she works at. So that he was making sure that they had a ride and it was like literally like wiping the sleep out of his eyes. So I'm guessing that he must have <laughs> just remembered it and woke up and like came down here was like, oh, by the way, can you take your mom and your sister to school? And I was like, yes. <laughs> no, I was going to. That's actually hilarious. But the one thing I was going to ask is I'm like, we all like we were just saying we all carry a deck of cards with us no matter where we go. We're always fidgeting. We're doing something. See, I've noticed recently, and for a while now, that I always do like a little, like a sort of like a deck check or stock check. Like I'll take out a few decks of cards and I'm like, which deck do I want to take with me today? Which one feels right? Like, and they, like I'll do springs, yeah. I'll do like dribble springs, I'll do fans and everything. I'm like, which deck am I feeling today? But then you get stuck. You're like, but I want to take out this one today because then you start getting like, wait, it's a good day to do these type of pictures. But then it's like, wait, but I really want to use this deck. But then I have to use this deck, and it's like that's hilarious. Because I've that. I've noticed that, like I've been doing that a lot. I'm like okay, because I have like right here next to my computer. I'm like I have a wall of like most of my Kickstarters that I've backed, and I like to use those the most. And I'm like, which one am I gonna use today? Dude, I you see when I pack for a trip, I can't. I'm just sitting there. <laughs> oh, like, I go. I go to so, six. Like so, I go to I go to whenever I go to Texas to go see my kids. Like I always take at least four to five decks of cards with me, and I'm only staying for like four days. So it's like, <laughs> guys, I brought eight or nine decks on the show. Yeah. <laughs> they do just kind of keep accumulating. I want to yeah. hear this from you guys, because I think this is, I feel like you already know my answer, and I can still tell it at the end for those who are unfamiliar to me. But I want to hear what your thought process is and what goes through your mind when you're picking out a deck. What are the questions you ask? Uh, I look at my, I, use, I have about 30 decks right here on my desk. And those are my 
the ones I'm currently using, right? The ones so that are in I'll, circulation. Right. So I look at those and I go, okay, who have I been playing with a lot lately? And it's been a lot of Luke Wadey. Um, but then I'm like, you know what? I'm not. I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling the graphic designy day today. You know. And so then I go over there to just like <laughs> the bicycles, the orbits, the jet set. Like you know, there's the the normal stuff and whatever just says my name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that's like my really mood. It. Like, what's what's my mood like today? That's my question. Yeah, so like, like mood rings. Yeah. yeah who wants like, to come like, outside which, to play? Which color today? am I today? Am I a purple, a red, a <laughs> blue? But then it's like, <laughs> But then when I do that, I do stuff like this. Like I have, these guys know I have on my coffee table, which is literally right next to me because I live in a studio apartment in Manhattan, which is freaking small. Um, on my coffee table, I have a box covered in stickers, that's of very course. Cool. But inside the box. Boom. All my, I call this my rainbow bikes. This is technically a wine box. So you can see here, these are supposed to be the the little utensils for wine, the wine key and stuff like that. I just took everything (laughs) out and it fits 19 decks of cards perfectly. So these are like my bike decks. I love, yeah. I mean, I mean, really lately I've just been using the Ledger Turners because I've been practicing a couple uh, magic methods, not real tricks. And this deck has just been gold seals. Yeah, not gonna lie. The purple, the purple bikes, are my favorite. We, right now. we need more purple decks in the world. Oh, I do fine. like. I did like the purple series that came out a lot from anyone. Yeah, those are really nice. I mean the the purple chilies that just got funded on Kickstarter from Beyond Playing Cards. I saw yeah. those. We just need more purple. That's, Love that's it. Cool. I can't. I cannot wait because I need that series. Make more purple. Having having that series, <laughs> I need that. I need those decks because it's like, I want to fill that out. I love when designers do this, where you can just line up their series and it's. Dude, I want to fill these out. Spell something. Tyler and I were talking about this lately in a group yeah. chat where people I, were like, "I just hate the similarity of the design and it's not creative," and I was like, yeah. "Ah, I can <laughs> see what you mean in some of them, but some yeah. of them you want that through line." I love. Yeah. You want I mean, didn't Fontaine do that with the Nickelodeon first. decks? Yeah, yes. Does the Nickelodeon's yes. decks line up and say that? Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty See, cool. I like that. That's neat. I, that's, I don't yeah. know. It just looks cool on the shelf. OPC yeah, does collection. it with their squeezers. They, they just changed line, it. But they changed the tuck on the last one, right? Uh, so on the lemon limes, the, the tuck has changed. Mm. Yeah. And what it, was, what it was supposed to be was that if you – when we were designing lines at the beginning was that's why the crates were all the same. So, you, Although there was no nothing distinguishable <laughs> from the side, but it was like, like – so you've got like the light blue stamp and the pink stamp and the gold stamp and the like blue reflective stamp. And then the juice box color has the same shape, but different colorizations. Um, and then obviously the court cards are all changed. Um, but the, oh, what was I going to say? Dang it. Because uh, mine was running a mile a minute. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, I wanted to hear the rest of your, what, how you pick out a deck. Oh, yeah. Um, and if Chris, say... I don't know if Chris finished his. Oh. I'd, I'd say it's kind of like whatever. I kind of cycle between... Right now, it's something shiny. I've got to have something <laughs> shiny on it. Like these are like the three I probably circulate between right now. That and some. Okay. Um, my my deck does not belong in that group, but thank you. It does. It, it does. just okay. was Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> False humility is not yeah. actually humility. Yeah. Um, <laughs> any and like any um, broken border deck. Like I, I like to have yeah. a broken border deck with me, which two of the three were. Um, but otherwise, like I, I typically, if I'm going out, I've got like a, a black and white deck. 
Classy. Keep it classy. Goes with, the, uh, goes with everything. Goes with the fit. Yep. And goes with your color scheme of black usually. Yep. Yeah. Which we understand. There's well, a picture, Tyler, <laughs> of two sisters where one has like literally dyed her hair rainbow and she's taking a picture next to her very Oh, I've seen super, that. Super not super but not emo because it's not emo. It's not like Goth. gothic. Right. Yeah. No, but it's it, like it's, it's like black. in that Yeah, it's in that. I remember I've seen and that she's one. She's got yeah. like a nose, like a septum ring and she's got like <laughs> black glasses and her hair is black and her sweatshirt's black and she's got very fair skin. And it's like the polar opposite sisters. Yep. And I'm like, that's you and me as the twins. <laughs> yep. I'm like the vibrant rainbow colors and you're the all black understated. Yep. That's Actually, I do like having it. If I'm wearing all black and I've got like a really bright color, it does make it make the outfit and the deck pop. It does. Right. Chris, did you finish yours? Mine was more of just like on the mood. Like, what okay. am I? Yours what am I? Ring. Mine's my mood like, ring. Mood. Yeah. like, what am I in the mood for? That's all it is. Okay. Well, gentlemen, I actually just realized we've been at this for two hours. Yeah, I love it. It's been awesome. It's crazy. How long do you guys want to go? It's about to be a Joe Rogan podcast over here. Seriously, this is about to be a Joe Rogan podcast. But for me, it's almost <laughs> one o'clock and it's twelve thirty, and you know, in the morning, and yeah, in New York, in New York, and, and, and my, my kids got to go to bed. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Do you want me to wrap up with mine? Yeah, of course. Wrap her up. Yeah, how do you okay. pick a deck? So, if you guys are not familiar, because it sounds like everyone on the podcast is, Tyler wasn't necessarily super familiar with it, but I used to have a page, and it's still up, called More Than Paper. Yes. And if you That's go like through this page, you will see that yeah, it's a greater than symbol and then like a white rectangle for yep. more than paper. If you were to go through that page, I always did this. I love color coordinating things. So down to like literally my shoes, socks, shorts, t-shirt, sweatshirt, hat, whatever I was wearing that day would all match. And then I would pick a deck to coordinate. So if it was red and black was the theme, like today I'm wearing like a uh, light blue, gray, kind of purpley, light blue shorts, and then white shoes. So I think I was messing around with like the blue Aladdins would have worked today. Um, some other like lighter blue colors would have worked. But I, I remember specifically, it all started, I think what really started it all off was I bought a windbreaker at Marshall's for $15 that specifically had the and you can find this picture on there still specifically had the marble like pattern of like white marble coloring and then around the same time the deck of the uh block marble came out and i remember taking pictures of the block deck with the block windbreak or with the block with the marble windbreaker and so I loved coordinating stuff and I would pick it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like literally I still do it to this day. If I'm, we- if I'm going out, I'm matching the deck to whatever colors I'm wearing. Nice. doesn't matter about feel. I'll, I'll pick a bad <laughs> feeling deck to match the colors. <laughs> as long as everything matches at the end of the day. Correct. For the gram. Yeah. yeah. Well, got- it's not gentlemen- even for the gram. It's for me. Yeah. Definitely. Gentlemen, we got to do this again. Cause this was super fun. Was like, yes, uh, I would be definitely slash. down. This is super fun for us. I mean, you guys are awesome to talk to. I mean, we always love talking to Tyler, and Tyler knows like we. He's always welcome on the podcast. He's like, yes, he's. This is the second time, isn't it? Yeah, was he second. That's actually, why. That's why when we got to listen to Nate's story, I was like stoked to hear it again because it was like you guys needed to hear it. Yeah, and <laughs> I you know, the, and I got it like in person. And and yeah. Tyler's an honorary member of Cards and Beards, so it's like you know he's the only <laughs> other person. Honestly, he's the only other person outside the group that has a Cards and Beards casino prototype. It's the one the and only displayed the, the, the on my Kickstarter. Yeah, the failed it's the Kickstarter. only one displayed on my shelf. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. He's the and only you know, other and, person. And Nate and Nate is 
I mean, awesome. thank you for coming on here. I Dude, love welcome. talking to you. You're you're a bright spot in the card community. I think on Instagram, yeah. you, you like you to keep it that fun. Definitely... You want people. You like people to interact, and that's what that's what but I like. I like to it's see. Also, like to see it's also more interact. like it's also more like Nate. You seem like a. Just, I've know I've seen you around now. I got to know you a lot more, and I'm very appreciative that I've gotten to know you a lot more. You also seem like not just in this community, but you seem like more like a brighter person in the world that we need more of. And in general, I think there's so much negativity happening and too much, you know, sadness going on that we need more people like you to be like, hey, let's brighten it up a bit. Like Patch Adams, smile. Yeah. Yep. Boom. Throw back. Circle back. Circle back. All the way back. back. All the way back. All the way back. But no, I, and I agree with Chris. Like, you are... Keep well, thanks, up. guys. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate, I appreciate all that encouragement. Yeah. Yeah. So I will bad. say, or sorry, just to no? say that like, yeah, it's not always how I. Well, I guess the brightness is how I used to be because that's how God made me. But like, literally, there were times where it would have been chasing after the greed of another deck or whatever else, and so like just wanting to give credit to the Lord to be like that's how Jesus has changed my life. So I think that the world the world needs more people who can care less about themselves and actually go out and love other people. So yeah, I agree. I 100%. agree. And 100%. you display that wonderfully. And well, thank you. Love it. Yes, hundred percent. Well, gentlemen, I'll come back on. Definitely. Sweet.